What up, guys? Myron Gaines, my boy, Fresh Prince CEO. Welcome to the Fresh and Fit Podcast, Thursday edition. Today, we're going to talk about Night Game. This has been highly requested, man. So we're excited to bring this one to you guys. Let's get into it, baby. So before we get into it and, uh, you know, we'll let the people pile in, give them some time. Uh, Fresh, what's going on new with you, bro? Man, I can't understand this, bro. Like, we got sick at the same damn time, man. Yeah, like, man. I got my Apple this on deck. Like, what happened to us, bro? Yo, for those of you that aren't aware that don't follow us on social media, which if you're not, I don't know what you're doing. You got to make sure you give us both a follow on Instagram, Unplug Fit, Fresh Prince CEO at the top over there. And, uh, you know, check us out on there. Last week, we went on a boat party with some of our friends, uh, dancers, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it was lit, but uh, obviously we paid the consequences for that, and we both got sick for a few days. You guys can still hear it in my voice a little bit, uh, and yeah, we both got really sick. We're just now starting to get over it. I'll probably be 100% tomorrow. I'm at like 80, 85% or so, but yeah, man, we were sick the past couple of days, bro, but we still filmed a bunch of Patreon content for you guys yesterday, uh, patron requests. We filmed like five or six videos, so guys, get on the Patreon, patreon.com slash freshfit. That's where we put the unfiltered stuff that can't go on YouTube. Uh, I'm sure a bunch of guys in the chat will tell you guys how great it is. And we give Zoom calls after every um, live show, which we will today as well. Uh, Oh, we already got a super chat. Nigel uh, Coyote with the 49 Super Chat. Patreon gang in the building. What's up, fellas? Yo. For the support, man. My guy, Nigel. What's good, bro? Here, baby. Uh, What else fresh is new with you? Man, um, dude, thanks to you, my guy. Yo. I got to tell you guys, right, having a good business partner is kind of like having a good, how to put this? I don't know, bro. I don't know how to how to explain it, but like just just you being you, bro, like, he just did a live stream with Aaron Clary, right? Did an awesome job. And he showed me so many times, bro, I was like, yo, bro, I felt like, like if I was doing the interview with Aaron Clary in that sense. That's, That's awesome, man. man. You guys should all get his book, Bachelor Pad Economics. It's a fantastic book that I recommend to everybody, especially when it comes to you know, managing your finances, a single guy, uh, you know, mi- living a minimalist lifestyle, not being an idiot and uh, buying things that you need, quite frankly. You know what I mean? Because a lot of guys spend their money uh, <laughs> irresponsibly, man, irresponsibly. So. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I just got done with the interview with him. That was fun, guys. Uh, definitely go check that out. Uh, literally got done with the stream about 30, 40 minutes ago. And uh, today we're here. Anything else fresh before we get into the topic? Should we give them an update on the studio? Yeah, actually, um, we actually got the sign made. So if you t- checked on my story and um, Myron's story on his uh, Instagram, Unplug Fit, we got the sign made uh, thanks to our boy Chris that helped us with the setup. And it is amazing, guys. Aluminum, all fresh and fit clean, amazing detail. And we have a special uh, bonus um, image that's going to be on my side of the table for the most part. I won't, I won't ruin it for you guys. I want you guys to see it in our stories. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and give us a shout out. And we'll show you guys the in-podcast um, fanatics and widgets. So. Yeah, man. So, yeah, man. We definitely – the studio is almost done, guys. Pretty much all the equipment is purchased. It's there, paid for. Um, what we're waiting for now is just, like, putting it up, setting it up. Uh, we got sound panels that we're going to put in. It's just uh, – trust me, guys. We, we've invested a lot of money into this thing. And uh, quite frankly, uh, you guys, you, you be ready for the takeover. Just watch the throne because we, we definitely <laughs> – you got some things planned. Go ahead. 
And the last thing, uh, if you're in a Patreon and you and you uh, requested a video, we did it for you. Just wait. Uh, every every day we're gonna put out a new video. It's already been recorded, so it's gonna come out for you. So just hold on to your seats, and you got it coming to you. Yeah, man. So yeah, guys. So we got the stuff recorded. So tonight we're gonna cover night game. Man, this has probably been one of the most requested videos. Uh, that we've gotten, you know, uh, we get spammed in Patreon, Instagram, uh, Facebook, everything, man. Like, hey, do a, do a, do a talk on night game, do a talk on night game. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, as you guys know, me and Fresh are here in Miami, Florida. I consider Miami, Florida pretty much the Olympics of night game. If you can night game here, you can night game anywhere, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, Facts. one of the hardest places to, to run night game because, you know what I'm saying? In general, the girls here are very selective. They're very uh, difficult to deal with. I ain't going to lie to you guys. You know, we're not going to sit here and pull no punches and tell you, oh, we're pimps. Like, it's easy for us to meet girls. Like, nah, bro. It's, <laughs> you know, we're dealing with the same BS that all you other guys are with, you know, hypergamy and the way chicks operate nowadays and everything like that. It's just that, you know, we've been able to develop some strategies to mitigate the BS when you deal with chicks. Because quite frankly, it doesn't matter how good looking you are, how much status you got, how much game you got you're going to deal with the buffoonery <laughs> to some degree when you deal with women, bro. You know, exactly. it, it is what it is. You can't get mad. You just got to accept the reality that this is the marketplace that we live in. I but, always say, uh, don't fight the current because you're going to get swept away. Just learn how to ma- uh, maneuver with the current and you should be good to go from there. Facts, facts, facts right there. So with that said, guys, we're going to get into it, okay, uh, with Night Game. And uh, this has been very requested. So we're going to get right into it uh, now that we gave you guys updates and everything like that. So round one, fight. Okay. So I always say failing to prepare is preparing to fail, okay? So before you guys even do a Night Game session, you got to have your home in check, okay? So... I'm going to break it down what I think, and then Fresh will give his, his, uh, his take on it. Mm-hmm. Step one, you need to have liquor at your house, okay? You need to have a couple of bottles of wine, one red, one uh, white, okay? Then you need to have seltzer drinks at your spike seltzer drinks, whether it's uh, uh, White Claws, High, noon. high Noons, etc. okay? And then you need to keep hard liquor at your place as well, some vodka, some tequila, Hennessy. <laughs> so if you end up bringing uh, Shaniqua back, <laughs> uh, you know, and um, and then definitely have beer as well. Okay, Blue Moon is a safe bet. Maybe some Bud Light, whatever it may be. And the reason why you're keeping liquor back at your place is because you're setting yourself up for success. Should there need to be an after party done at your place, which we're going to talk about that here mm-hmm. later on. Okay, I write. I wrote a whole nice little outline for you guys on this, man. We're going to break this down. Ain't nobody going to give a more comprehensive look at night game than we're about to give you guys tonight. So tune in. This is going to be great. And do you know why? Because we're in the game, baby. We're in the game, baby. We're doing okay. it for you. We ain't out here like all these other guys. Like, oh, yeah, we're in the game. And then meanwhile, they have like a serious girlfriend or they ain't really doing this stuff. Nah, man, we out here. We're giving you guys real-time contemporary advice. This ain't no theory. This, this ain't practical it. advice, my boy. You know, and theory's good. You know, I will say that. Like, you guys all need to tune into Rolo Tomasi's content and like, See why girls do the things they do and then come to us to do, and we'll teach you what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, he'll teach you the why. We'll teach you the how. So with that said, um, shout out to Rolo. But with that, with that said, guys, so you got to have your place set up for success. Okay. So have plenty of alcohol at your place. 
Um, like I said, red wine, white wine, spike drinks, white claws. Girls love white claws. Okay. Vodka, tequila, uh, Hennessy. Have different types of liquors at your place. All right. Next. Second part. Round two. Fight. Your house needs to be clean, man. Clean. I'm talking spotless. All right. Before you even leave the place, it needs to be clean. Okay. Need to have the nice ambient light setting. Need to have your speakers ready to go. And the place has got to be spick back clean. Okay. And then now, third, this is a pro tip for you guys. Round three. Make sure you hide any embarrassing medication in your bathroom if you have some. Okay. Yo, can go I tell on. a story real quick? Yeah, uh, go down memory lane real quick. All right, man. Story time. So just so you know, your boy Fresh Prince CEO wasn't always that fresh. He used to be <laughs> called the Dusty Prince CEO for this reason. Because he used to bring chicks back to his crib and it would be dirty as hell. And it might smell like my dog at that point. So I remember this one time I brought this chick back from uh, the club. <clears throat> really cool chick. However, right? The good thing is that she was really feeling me. So that was towards my um, you know, favor. But the moment she stepped into my room, she was like, you have a dog, don't you? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, my God, it smells like a dog in here. And what happened was is that my sheet, right, needed to be washed because my dog <laughs> was on my sheet too much. So she literally took my sheet, threw it in the washing machine, and then we smashed. But the point is, is that, like, if I had a clean, tidy room, and let's say she wasn't feeling me that much. She would say, you know what? Er, X out. I'm out of here. I can't deal with this. And I'm gone. But for you now, if you do this and you know what I'm saying, she's not feeling you, that, that might be you. So in, in, in this case, go ahead and make sure your room is tidy because you never know how girls girls going to be feeling. And that might close close out you getting sex at any night because of having a dirt, un, dirty, untidy room. So careful. Yeah, man. So you guys, you want to, like we always tell you guys, dealing with chicks is basically like sales. And a good salesman understands that objections are going to come. And good salesmen handle objections. So great salesmen pretty much mitigate objections, okay? And a lot of the time when you bring a girl back to your place, safety is going to be a concern and all these other things. So if she comes into your place and it's immediate, it's clean and it's easy for her to be comfortable, it's going to make the job a lot easier for you, okay? Which we're going to talk about that in a little bit more detail at the end. But in general, your place needs to be clean. You need to get rid of any embarrassing medication because as soon as she comes back to your place, she's going to check your cabinet, bro. So if you guys got some HIV pills, you know what I mean? Or <laughs> pills, you know what I'm saying? You need to put that stuff away immediately because if she looks in your cupboard, like if she looks in your medicine cabinet, she sees anything like, you know, some crazy pills, like, you know, you suffer from some kind of like mental thing. She's going to be like, oh, my God. And she's going to be just running out of there, bro. She's going to be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> So you need to make sure that your stuff is, is hidden if you have anything, okay? And then lastly, which is number four. Round four. Leave the place with a condom. The reason why is this is a powerful mindset shift that you are going out to get laid. You, go, you ain't going out to get friend zoned, to, you know, buy free drinks. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys, we're not suckers over here. We're not. Are you dumb, stupid, or dumb? Huh? The people that tune into this show understand that they're non, uh, how do I say this? S attention. We're going to keep it clean guys. Cause we need to, we need to get more people on the algorithm to find this kind of content Yeah, is valuable. So they're not going to give that away for free. All right. So you bring a condom with you when you go out, 
so that you already have in your head, your place is clean, your place is set up for success, you got plenty of liquor stock, you got all your crazy meds are hidden away, you know what I mean, or your stid pills, and you got a condom in your pocket, you're ready for action, baby, all right? Yep, and don't forget, it's a mental game, and it starts here, right? So first off, when you have all those things in order, and you go out, let's say for whatever reason you don't close, which is fine, you know, next time, you know what, I already got it all set up, so when I go out again, boom, it, it might happen, so... Now, next is figuring out who are you going out with and how to optimize it. Now, very important, very important. This is very, very important, guys, because I don't think you got like, like we did a whole episode on the importance of wingmen, 10 commandments to being a good wingman. Uh, but we're going to kind of summarize that a little bit right now, too, because the team you go out with is going to be directly influential on whether you succeed or you fail. fail. OK, so for a night game, right? I suggest two guys. That is optimal. Two guys, okay? That's going to be your best bet. You'll be able to handle most sets with two. Um, you know, you'll be you'll be able to, like, work off of each other. You'll be able to quickly move between venues. Uh, and you guys are just basically going to be a, a tag team working together, right? Um, you can go out with three. Uh, and if you're going to go out with four, then you, get, you need to split up into two, two groups of two, okay? Uh, four is optimal if you want to get a table, which we'll talk about table game later on. As well, we're going to cover everything today, baby. You know what I'm saying? And the Q and A will be at the end. We'll have the phone lines open for you guys. But uh, you definitely want uh, two people max. Now, with that said, guys, I know what you guys are going to say. Myron, fresh, but my friend has no game. Should I take him out with me? <laughs> the answer is no. You're Hell better out no. by yourself than going out with a guy that doesn't know what he's doing, bro. Because you guys, like, women don't think like we do. Women are hive minded creatures. So. If your friend's a lame and has zero game, she's going to automatically think off rip that you're lame too and you have no game and you're of lower value. So you don't want to go out with guys that don't know what, what they're doing. You're better off going out alone than going out with idiots. Fresh, you got anything on that? Yo, the worst thing is when you go out to a bar or club, right? And you're talking to a chick one-on-one and your buddy just standing there next to you watching. She's like, who's that guy watching us? I'm like, oh my God, bro. Are you serious? Yeah, Yeah, man. <laughs> That's the worst. So go out with, with two is optimal, uh, three is okay, four is the most. And if you go out in four, go, break up into groups of two. And when you guys stand in line at the bar, whatever you do, bro, don't stand all four of you together. Because especially if you're in New York City, Miami, whatever, they're immediately going to look at you guys as like a big party. They're going to try to hustle you into getting a table. You, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? So that's a little pro tip right there in the major cities. <laughs> I really want to stress this, guys. If it's four or more guys and you're like in a major city like Vegas, Miami, New York City, uh, someplace that has like a, a thriving nightlife, if they see four guys in line, they're going to hustle you and they're going to tell you, you guys got to get a table. You can't come in together. Mm -hmm. So if you have four guys, break into two groups of two. If you guys didn't intend on getting a table, if you guys are intent on getting a table, cool, then go ahead and stay in line together. But if you guys weren't going to do that, don't stand all four of you together. They're, they're almost any like... Higher end club is going to see that and be like, oh, time to make money off these dudes. And they're going to try to upcharge you, tell you, oh, it's a thousand for a table for you guys to get in. Or they're going to tell you some other BS. You know, New York City is notorious for this. So um, Miami does it and, too. Like, yeah, go ahead. And I, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here, Myron, but uh, you brought this up in Aaron Cleary's um, interview with you. And you said if future Drake or any celebrity is going to be there that night, getting a table might not be the best option. You want to cover that later? Yeah, yeah, we can. No, no, no. Hit, uh, hit on it. Uh, fuck. Oh, oh, look at I'm swearing over here. Go ahead, <laughs> hit it, bro. Not because, like, think about it, right? 
if you're going out with friends, you're going out by, by yourself, whatever. And let's say you're going to put three or four. You get that table, right? What's going to happen is because the celebrity is going to take all the attention, soak up all the um, quality women, so to speak. Yep. You're, you're going to get the scraps, basically. And what yep. happens is the girls that you, they, that you might have wanted to like talk to or even like chat, chat up. Now they're trying to get to crawl up to um, Drake or Lil Wayne's table. What's going to happen is like he might take, let's say there's 20 girls there, right? They're bad. He'll take almost all 20 or to all 20 to be exact. And then you're left with all the girls that are like LaQuisha, uh, John Quisha, whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you don't want that after paying for the table, buying balls and all that stuff. You don't, you, you don't want all the hassle for no reason. So you're left with a bunch of whales and you're going to be like, oh, hell no. You know what I'm saying? And they're just going to be drinking all your liquor and, you know, causing issues. And nah, bro. And, and the thing is, too, is that all those girls are going to be fighting to get in the top t- in, in, in those top VIPs. And they're going to stay there the whole night because you guys got to remember these celebs, when they go to get a table at a spot, they're always going to have a ho- host after party at their mansion. So all those girls are going to stress, like literally hang on for dear life to get invited to the after party, too. So if you're at a, at a top like for, I'll give you guys a perfect example. We got a club here called Live. It's one of the top clubs here in Miami. Mm-hmm. Rappers are always there, bro. If there's a rapper there, I wouldn't get a table. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah. if it's like a top tier guy, The Weeknd, Drake, Future, an A-list, an A-list type rapper. Nah, bro. Like it's not. And, and Fresh is sat in some of these VIPs with these rappers. Mm-hmm. And it's outrageous. Like, yo, tell them the story of when you were there with, with, with Sway Lee, I think. Yeah, Sway Lee, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Memory lane real quick, bro. Yo, but real quick before I talk, tell the story, right? Yeah, yeah, bro. You know what's the worst feeling? What? To go buy a table with your boys, y'all hooked up, and you look in the corner of your eye in the regular um, section, and you see this guy with some bad chicks, and you have no girls at your table. That's the worst feeling ever, bro. Just knowing that he didn't pay a cent, he with some baddies, but you spent all that money and you got no baddies. Anyhow, so we went to this club. Um, it's by uh. It's by Studio Twenty Three. It's it's called Magic, I believe, and like we got invited by uh, a promoter that that I know, and luckily, um, Swaley was a, a guest uh, there for Pretty Little Thing. It was like a close event, so we got a table like right next to them. So we're just chilling, whatever. I got to meet him. Hey, what's up? My name's Fresh Prince Seal. Blah blah blah, and we're just cooling, whatever. And what happened was is that there was a line of girls, right, just waiting for, to like get into his table, right. So literally, my man, like. Hops up, you know what I'm saying? High energy guy says, "Okay, ladies, I'm gonna pick you single line and come come into our our quarters over here." So my man does our uh, her 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 and her. So his security is like, "Okay, ladies, move aside." All the rest of us just standing there, and he says he wants you 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 and you come in. And all the rest are like, "Oh my god, like let us in, let us in." Mind you, he picked the baddest ones out of the group. And mind you, Trey Songs was there, uh, Diddy's kids were there. They're all there chilling. We're all in the same session. And it just came apparent to me that, like, guys, I don't care who you are. Uh, I don't care what, what you're doing for a living. Like, those guys take precedence. And the hottest chicks want to be around them, not, not only because they're clout, because they know they, they, have, they might have an after party. They might have, I'm saying, a video shoot that they, that they want to be in. So they're willing to do almost anything just to get in their circles. And, yeah, I get it. You're, you're not there or you, you might not ever be there. But don't fret. Just go when you're not there because... <laughs> It's just better for you. You know what I'm saying? So unless unless you're going to be uh, with them at the table, then you might win some. But, you know, there you go. Yeah, man, absolutely. And and the thing is, is that um, you guys got to understand, like, like these girls are going to sit there and hang on the whole time to, for dear life to try to get in to like um, 
their house party, whatever it may be, because girls are looking for a come up a lot of the time. You know what I mean? So they're going to they're going to do that because they know it's going to benefit them in the future to some degree. But anyway, now that we have that established, you're having your place set up. Right. Just to recap real quick for the guys that are that are just joining us. We're getting a lot of new viewers coming in. Long story short, guys, have your place clean, have plenty of liquor in there, your wines, your cell, your spike drinks and your and your liquors, different kinds. And then you have your speaker set up place is clean you hide any type of embarrassing medication out of your bathroom and then um and then you have your place set to go and you leave your place with a condom to make sure to kind of put it in your head that you're going out to get action you ain't out here to get friends owned by no chicks nothing like that okay so now that we have that established let's talk about night game in general as far as like the negatives and the pluses etc and what you need to like kind of uh know in your mind when you're doing this okay so the thing you guys got to understand is that night game is the hardest methodology to recruit women. I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? Like it is, it is definitely, um, there's a lot yeah. of obstacles in your way. Okay. You got annoying bouncers. You got, uh, friends that are gonna, uh, C block you. If you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? C block you. You're gonna, uh, you, you're going to have other guys in there competition. You're going to have, uh, in our case, sometimes celebrities or very high value men you're competing against. With VIPs, you're going to have loud music. Uh, you're going to have uh, just a bunch of distractions. But this is the thing about night game. If you're able to do night game and, and do it effectively and convey attraction in a nightclub, you're going to be able to translate those skills into other types of game that's going to make you, like, really good. Because – Oh, we- yo. What? Sorry, sorry. Not, not to cut you off, right? But I want to mention something that nobody else mentions ever. And I, I found it's very uh, funny because it happens all the time. So you have – the C blockers, you have other guys, you have, I'm saying, bouncers, all that stuff. But no one mentions the auction ballers. What are they? Those are the guys that spend a lot of money just to look good and outshine <laughs> you to get the girls. And right. what happens is one guy will get a table, get two, three bottles. That's very Another guy at a table, get five, ten bottles. Another guy at a table will get one big $10,000 bottle. And it's like, yo, like, you know what I'm saying? So, you don't know. You don't ever want to be a, comp- a competition with these guys because one, they're gonna just try to outdo you, do, outdo you, and they might be scammers. So you're never gonna be able to match them because they're unlimited credit, right? And then two, like like, like Myron says, it is very hard to, to win in these situations. But by going through this phase and learning it for yourself, you're gonna gain the skills that you need to go out in day game uh, when you meet us online, and as well. Uh, sorry, you know what? I'll let you continue, Myron. There you go. No, no, no. It's very true. Uh, that's that, I'm glad that you brought that up. That's very common, guys. In in uh night game uh, type cities like Vegas, Miami, New York City, notorious. If you're sitting at a VIP, the guy next to you is going to look at it like a competition a lot of the time. You get a bottle, I get a bottle. You get another bottle, I get another bottle. And it's literally just a race to see who can like spend more money and uh, and show who's more of a baller. A lot of guys do that, man. They're going to try to one-up you or whatever. And this is where having game is going to be super important because that's how a lot of guys run game is like, let me just spend more money like idiots. So you're going to have the advantage because, number one, you're tuning into us right now. So don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on the content, guys. The CEO Lifestyle's YouTube channel and mine as well, Unplug Lifestyle. But let's continue on. So these are the, the, the objections, the, the, the common obstacles you're going to deal with night game. Now, with that said, I am uh, just giving you guys a, a background on night game. If you're weak in any type of uh, facet of your game, whether it's opening, uh, carrying conversation, demonstrating higher value, uh, pulling, whatever – Night game is going to expose it, man, because night game is pretty much playing 
at the hardest difficulty level. It's basically the equivalent of playing on legendary mode in Halo 2. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's going to show deficiencies in your game if you don't know what you're doing. But on the positive side, you're going to get really good really fast because the thing with Night Game is that um, it's the reason why I like it so much, number one, you practice your verbal skills in the hardest setting. And then number two, it's one of the few uh, areas of game where you're going to have the highest concentration of attractive women in one location that you can speak to in person, man. That is why it's so good because it's basically a target-rich environment which we're going to talk to you guys about that too, how to venue select. And, um, excuse me, and you'll be able to, uh, to you know, make a lot of approaches in a short amount of time and quickly be able to make get a, try to get a close if you can. Also, just so you guys know, I started in my dating life doing cold approach in the clubs. So four years ago, I was a nobody. I didn't know what I was doing. I just knew how to get out there and meet people. So I started start going by the club myself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, ladies night, I would go out and I got rejected hella times. One, I was super skinny. Uh, I was stuttering my ass off and a little black, a little black dude from the islands. <laughs> okay, cool. So what? Um, and yeah, guys, go, go, go in there, getting those, getting those uh, rejections, going through it. I met this dude, shout out to my, my boy, Carl, uh, Carl met Myron as well. And he's just like Myron goes for the kill like a shark. Doesn't, doesn't delay. Just, just goes in to talk to the chick. And just watching him learning his mannerism, boom. I just copied that, made my own style to it, and now I'm big pimping. So there yeah. you go. So um, so yeah, so like I said, guys, the positives of night game, it has the highest uh, amount of attractive women in one location. If you can master night game, it's gonna make all other facets of game easy. You'll be able to translate it easily into day game, uh one-on-one dates, uh social media game, even uh, you know, phone calls. Cause if you can run a night game interaction. <clears throat> With all those, all those distractions, it's going to be easy when you're on a chick one-on-one. Yep. And, um, and then number three, like I said, sourcing from night game is the quickest and easiest way to get over one-itis. Nobody talks about this. If you have problems with like, let's say you you know, you know, just lost a plate and you have some one-itis or whatever, nothing is going to fix that faster than going out with some buddies to some bars and talking to chicks right away. It literally kills one-itis if you know how to do it properly as a, as a, as a good tool because it's going to physically show you that – there is an abundance of women out there that you can meet, talk to, and chat real time, man. So uh, Night Game can definitely kill the the scarcity mindset and quickly put you in an abundance mindset. So I, a lot of the time when that guys with a girl, whatever, going out will help you alleviate that. Go ahead, man. That is so true. A lot of people don't talk about that, but you're right. I remember times I felt like, damn, the chick I'm talking to isn't really feeling me. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's like on the edge of like, you know what I'm saying? I guess dumping me per se. And I'm going to go out. I'm like, yo, like, why am I worried about this chick? I can meet a chick right now tonight and smash. And that's what happened. I'll get fed up with this chick. I'll uh, st- st- stay out the uh, night game for a little bit. I'll be dating her. She started acting weird. I'll go out again. You know what? I don't need her. There's an abundance of chicks out here. And yeah, a lot of people don't talk about it, bro. But thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that's definitely some perks. Now let's talk about the negatives of night game. Because as you guys know, we don't pull any punches here. We're going to tell you guys the truth. Mm-hmm. Negatives. Uh, Number one, there's loud music. It's going to hurt your verbal game. So you're going to have to be a lot more good with the body language, assessing what's going on, and being more, how do I say this, um, overt in your tactics. But the beauty of night game is you can actually escalate faster than you would during any other type of interaction. You could pull it to the dance floor. You could start escalating almost immediately, okay? Number two, uh, most women, again, we're talking about the negatives of night games, night game most women nowadays in 2020 guys they're out to get free attention let's just keep it a buck you know what i mean Uh, girls go out at night uh especially to like top end clubs 
to put it on their Instagram story, to put on their Snapchat. Look at how lit my life is. Ha ha ha. And then they get into a VIP. Then they take pictures with your liquor, with your, with your VIP saying it's like, you know, trying to make it look like, oh, look at how cool my life is. I'm in a VIP party. You know what I'm saying? So, and and then the guy that she really wants hits her up. He picks her up from the club and smashes and you don't. Ooh, that one stuck, yeah. didn't it? Which is why <laughs> we're going to teach you guys how to properly run table game here uh, tonight as well. Don't worry. Uh, and then number three, another negative. Bouncers are not your friend, bro. They're not at all. You know what I'm saying? Bouncers are always going to defer to a woman. So, for example, let's say you have a night game interaction. And it goes bad. And a chicken wants to be on some BS and go like complain to a bouncer. He's harassing me. They're always going to believe the girl and kick you out. You know what I'm saying? The only way bouncers are going to be on your side is if you get a table. Other than that, they're going to treat you like crap. You know what I'm saying? Um, it, that's that's the fact. Um, fourth, beta male orbiters. Bro, a lot of girls go out with their fr- male friends that they friend zoned. And these dudes are going to like be on extra simpery mode. Like they know that they're friend zoned and the girl drags them out with them. And if you try to approach, a lot of the time, these losers will uh, sit there and try to, like, fight you or, like, try to, like, uh, you know, they'll try to out-alpha you because they know, because uh, th- they're jealous, quite frankly. You know what I'm saying? And there's a way to deal with them as well, which basically, to, to deal with, like, beta male orbiters like that, Yeah. this is what I do. I attack the problem head on. If I see a dude with chicks, I'll walk up to him because typically he's out with, like, a group of girls. Hey, man, which one's your girl or which one are you pursuing, man? Uh, you know, I don't want to disrespect whatever. And then if you do that, He's actually going to like, thank thank you. Like, oh, okay. Maybe even buy him a beer. And what he'll do is he'll tell you, okay, this one has a boyfriend. That one's lame. This one's on her period. She's whack. Okay, that one is single. That one's single. This one's DTF. You should talk to her. Cool. And what will happen if you're cool about it, he'll actually introduce you to the group of girls and you'll come in on a high value type note. And he'll say, look at this new guy, man. Because here's the thing. If a guy's there, there with a bunch of girls, one of two things, either he's friend zone or he's dating one of the girls in a group. And trust me, you don't want to be a chaperone with a bunch of chicks. It is annoying. <laughs> it's the most annoying thing ever, bro, because they're complaining. My feet hurt. Oh, this guy's creepy. Ah, you know, a bunch of like BS when you're the only guy. So he's going to be happy to have another dude come in and kind of like take that pressure off of him of entertaining these chicks. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you show respect and you ask him which one is yours, he's he's going to be like, thank you. This one is mine. The other ones take them, bro. They're free game. And he'll actually tell you which one's are worth worthy and which ones aren't. So that's a little pro tip right there that you guys can uh, address when you see males in a group with women. Don't go out here and try to do the old mystery method stuff and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to amog the guy. Nah, bro, that's going to just get you. Denied. And possibly into a fight, bro. Don't be low IQ and do that, guys. That's a very low IQ technique. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, if you come in on a respectful wave, guys are going to like that and they're going to actually introduce you to the group for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, guys, you're not you're not there to fight over females, bro. That's that's low IQ, next. low level stuff. Nah, yeah. I value guys don't do that. Next, uh, you're gonna be dealing with C blocking female friends, which this is why having a wing is so important. If you have a good wing, he can probably he can uh, address them and handle them to a degree. You know what I mean? Whether he he's gonna actually close them or use a distraction, this is another obstacle that you're gonna have to deal with at night game. Unfortunately, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> is uh, cover high pri- high prices of drinks, etc. another negative of Night Game. And uh, and basically, these are like the main negatives of Night Game. And I'm telling you guys this so you're informed to understand what you're kind of up against, okay? But if you're able to uh, overcome these obstacles, you're going to get really good, man. And, and I think it, when Night Game is the... Basically, Night Game is like the foundation of game in general, guys. Because, you know... Night games, uh, night game is pretty much what started like the PO, the whole POA scene, everything like that. You know, what I mean, when when mystery was teaching this stuff, 
who was teaching guys how to do this in a nightclub, you know, night, uh, running it at night, which is going to be the most conducive venue to you actually meeting chicks. Because remember, girls want to be approached in, in the night. It's uh, it's more social environment. There's a high concentration of attractive women. Yes, there's negatives that we just mentioned for you guys. But as long as you're aware of them and you're able to mitigate them, kind of like how we described to you guys through wingmen approaching the, the beta male orbiter in the group and uh, diffusing the situation early on, uh, not dealing with bouncers, getting a table, etc. All these things will help mitigate problems for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're going to talk about how to actually run game in the nightclub. So, Fresh, do you want to talk about your approach and then I'll talk about mine? You guys yeah, have man. Perspectives on this, probably. Uh, for sure, for sure. Everyone has their, their own way of doing things. Um, however, in this case, yeah, like Myron's saying, night game is definitely where you want to learn your basics, where you want to learn your fund- fundamentals, your foundation, so you can master your craft, as we say. Well, uh, so, but for me... I forgot something fresh. We should probably... Because you, um, you talked about this yesterday, which is like, great. Let's talk about venue selection real quick. Give them a, a whole 101 on, on ladies' night and everything like that. This is your, your field. My bad. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So my thing is that like, I'm kind of lazy. So I want to get the most out of wherever I go. Um. What's up, guys? Myron Gaines here, one half of the Fresh Fit Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys... Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. With least amount of effort. And if you're thinking where I'm thinking with this, right, is that where the most girls go when they go to clubs or, 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 or lounges? Ladies' nights. Because they drink free all night. Now, what happens is it's a big, uh, diverse uh, ratio because it's going to be mostly women and not a lot of guys. And this is because all the girls that are on the area are from out of town or from you know, out of the county come there because they know every night is ladies' night, and that's their go-to. So they'll bring their friends, their cousins, their sisters. So this is like a multitude of girls that you, you wouldn't really see uh, on, a, on a weekend or whatever. And they, they normally run uh, in the weekdays, so from Monday to Friday, you can find a, a place that's a ladies' night for the most part. Uh, and in Miami, uh, I can list off some places now. Like Monday, I believe is someplace in Wynwood. I forgot the name. Tuesday's Blackbird here in Brickell. Yep. Wednesday is, is Bogies in Kendall. And and La Cantina in Brickell is good too. It's on the water. That's another like lit lady spot here in Miami, guys. And yep. ladies' nights, guys, typically goes during the week. So if you're gonna night game during the week, pick venues that have a ladies' night. You know what I'm saying? And get there early. Ladies' nights almost always go for about two to three hours at the most somewhere between like eight to around 11 p.m or so yep. go early so that you get in and then you see the girls as they're coming in because a lot of girls will go there post work whatever it may be you want to catch them early on go ahead sorry fresh that's all good talking and then uh thursday is uh club sway in full lauderdale and then friday i believe is another spot in winwood but the point here guys is that like whatever area you're in just google it ladies night in my area let's say you're in texas you're in uh las vegas wherever you're at and it's going to tell you what's what's happening for ladies' night that week. At that point, you've, you, you've made the perfect choice because, one, like I said, it's going to be way more girls than, than are going to be you. And you can practice your skills there. And more likely, because there's so many girls there versus guys, they'll be, they'll be more willing to, like, talk to you and be, be friendly because, obviously, there's a lot more guys. Sorry, a lot, a lot more girls than guys. 
So that's my thing on uh, Ladies Night. Yeah, man. So you guys want to pick. Uh, so before we get into run how to run game, you got to pick a venue that's most conducive to your success. So obviously, Ladies Night's uh, is where you want to prioritize if you're going out during the week. Monday through Thursday typically is when Ladies Night's happen. Now, Friday, Saturday, uh, or typically they don't have Ladies Night's. They'll just have like a regular night. Everyone's got to pay full price because the clubs don't want to lose money and they know that's when most people are going to come out anyway. So on Fridays and yep. Saturdays, right, you need to pick venues that are most conducive to your success. And what I mean by that is you need to go where the girls are, guys. Do not go to a night game venue that has less than a one-to-one ratio, okay? <laughs> That's the worst feeling, bro. That's the worst feeling. Getting dressed? Important. Yeah, like very important. One-to-one ratio, bare minimum, guys. Like bare minimum. You cannot go to a club that has less than that because here's the problem. If you go to a bar or a club and there's too many guys, it's almost always going to spell disaster for you as the man because now the girls are going to start to get irritated because when girls go to clubs and bars and there's alcohol being served, all of a sudden everyone has liquid courage and they're approaching these chicks, okay? And quite frankly, they're drunk off their mind because they get too much of anxiety when they're sober and they say a bunch of stupid stuff. They creep the girls out. They do it awkwardly. They stand in front of her like this and like make her feel weird. Like, so by the time you go and approach her, you're like the 20th guy. And regardless of how goodly you look or how good your game is, she's going to be irritated. and She's not going to want to deal with you. So when you walk into a venue, one thing that me and Fresh like to do is you do a what I call like a perimeter sweep. OK, and you're going to walk in, do a whole get, grab a drink, do a whole circle of the place and, you know, just look around. All right. Is this a one to one ratio? If it's less than one to one. What I personally do is to assess how good the venue is. I'll talk purposely to like three to five girls that aren't that attractive, okay? And what I'm doing is, I'm number one, I'm generating conversation typically this earlier in the night to like get warmed up. And then number two, more importantly, is I'm collecting information. If these women treat me bad or they're not open to speak or they're being irritated uh, or they're acting as if they're irritated, I already know if this is probably a bad venue because uh, this tells me that the girls have been there for a while the guys have been thirsty. They've been hitting on them all night. It's awkward. And quite frankly, you want to go to a place where you're – because night game is hard enough already, guys. We already talked about the, all the disadvantages you're dealing with and all the objections. So you want to yep. set yourself up to win. So picking a good venue should be like paramount in your list. You know what I'm saying? You so, also – go ahead. Just a quick tip to add here too as well. And this is something I did here in Miami and Wynwood area. So all the spots here are free basically, right? So a little, t- a little trip, a tip trick here, right, is what you can do is you go to the spot, right? You get the wristband, you check inside to see how it is. If it's bummy or crappy, whatever. You leave, you go to the next spot, get another wristband. And what happens is, like, you end, you end up finding a good spot, and then you kind of, like, cold approach there, get some leads, and then leave that spot, go back to the first spot. It might have got a little bit better. Okay, bet. Now there's more girls here. Let me go and cold approach again. And that way, you end up leaving all, all four or five clubs with about, like, between, I want to say... 30 to 50 numbers, if if you're good at it. And let's say you suck at it, maybe between uh, 5 to 10, which is still which is still good. But what's going to happen is you're going to start to learn what times you should be there to get the most pull. And like I said, get the response because it's free anyway. Get in, scope the scene, and then get out if you need to. And then just keep doing that multiple times. Yeah. Um, so definitely, like, venue selection is very important, guys. Go where the ratio is at least one-to-one, bare minimum, man. And if it's under that... Do a perimeter sweep, make three to five approaches, see how the girls uh, perceive you and your wingman, 
If it's bad, cut your losses, go to another venue that has better um, better numbers because, like I told you guys, night games are already hard enough. You want to set yourself up to win and like maximize your chances because I'll tell you guys from my personal experience, I go one for 20 to 40 depending on the night uh, to, to, to find a chick that's DTF. So, uh, so, okay, so what did we cover? We covered setting up your house for success, yeah. right? Having liquor there, having your place clean, uh, you know, um, having a good wingman. Then we talked about the negatives of night game, the positive night games, an overview of that. Then we talked about venue selection, right? Yep. On During the week, prioritizing lady night situations, uh, lady night uh, venues. Then when the weekend comes, picking venues that are one-to-one ratio, bare minimum, okay? Now, let's talk about uh, – go ahead, go ahead. Okay, so approach, right? Yeah, so, now we're run the game. Now, now we're going to talk to you guys about how to run the game. I'm about to do my <laughs> – All right, so – I don't wait for choosing signals when I go to approach chicks. You feel me? I go for what I want when I see what I want. Okay. And uh, some of you guys might have caught that if you didn't, too bad. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, so when I go to clubs, especially at nighttime, like I'm very picky just because, like, I know I like a certain type of girl, Latina, white chick, n- n- nice body, whatever. That's my thing. So in this case, like, let's say I see a chick by herself. Or with a group, a group of friends, or whatever. Actually, the best scenario is if you can find a girl by herself at the bar, because that means she wants to be approached. Either she just broke up with her boyfriend, either she's there because she wants to be hit on, or she's new in town and wants to meet people. That's the perfect scenario. No, no, it doesn't always happen like that. But if you can find her, perfect. And also something that's uh, regarding my environment. So, for example, at my spot, Blackbird, that I always go to all the time. Like sometimes the, I'm not gonna lay. The DJ kind of sucks. Like he just Plays a song for like yeah, 30 seconds and it stops. I'm like, bro, are you serious? Like, so what I'll say is, yo, can you believe this DJ? Like, I'm trying to dance here and vibe, but he's messing up, you know what I'm saying? My vibe. Yep. He said, Oh my God, yeah, you're so right. Da, da, da. And it's instantly we built a, a shared bond of having the same type of like vibe on the on, on the DJ. And now she's more willing to talk to me. So I said, Hey, uh, uh, what's your name, by the way? You're you're pretty cute. Oh, my name is Susan, whatever, blah, blah. Oh, where are you from? Boom. So instantly. I made a common interest by t- talking about the crappy ass DJ and mm-hmm. then asked her her name. said she's pretty cute. Let her know that I'm not tr- trying to be friends with her. And then I carried on, I carry on the conversation from there. So I'm using the environment to go approach her and, t- and then talk to her from there. Now that's just one way you can do it. That's what I like to do. Or let's say for example, there's a group of, a group of girls there. And let's say I'm in that brave type, type of mood. I'll be like, okay, which one of y'all here are single? Okay. Boom. You're a single one. Perfect. I mean, let me borrow for a little bit. I'll buy you all drinks. How about that? Now, that's a little bit uh, too extra sometimes, but it does work because one, it's, you're taking away your friend. And then two, you know what I'm saying? You can buy them some drinks. It's fine, especially if you're a high value meal. But the point here is that, like, yes, you want to have different approaches for different scenarios. But at the same time, use your environment, uh, come up with a funny joke. And I'm sure Myron has some other good approaches as well. Yeah. So, um, and this is beauty, guys, because me and Fresh have different views on this. So, with me, when I do night game, I I pretty much screen. Okay, I, I basically run uh, take it or leave it type game. And what I do is I basically walk up to a chick and I assess her buying temperature. If her buying temperature isn't hot, I immediately kick her and go talk to another girl. Um, because you got to take advantage of the fact that it's a target rich environment. So, if a girl doesn't show me immediate interest, like within the first minute or two of talking, I'll like just cut my losses and go talk to another girl because um, I like to take advantage of the, of the high, uh, the high target environment, target rich environment. So I'll walk up guys. So what I do is I'll tell you guys, guys exactly how I run my night game approaches. 
I'll walk up. I won't necessarily, and this is something I learned from mystery. I won't necessarily uh, plant my feet right in front of her because that's like, that's going to scare her. If I'm, I'm six, three, if I stand in front of her like this and block her path in a night game venue, it's going to make her feel a little weird. So what I'll do is I'll walk by her and my feet will be planted facing another direction. And I'll turn my head and I'll just say, and I'll smile. And I'll say, Hey, you're almost as cute as me, whatever. You know I'll say? What's your name? Boom. Or I'll say, uh, hey, I just wanted to. Hey, I just want to talk to you real quick. Well, you, uh, you know, and I'll make an observational compliment, right? Like, oh, I like your dress or whatever, right? Or your earrings, right? Something like that's uh, so, it's more subtle, right? No, no, don't go in and like on some thirstiness, like, oh yeah, bro, nice boobs, like, nah, bro, don't do that, you know. So, um, and then what I'll do is I'll as, as it doesn't matter what she says to me, I, I don't care. What I'm looking at is her body language. And the thing is, is that if she turns her body to me, right, and starts speaking to me, then I know she's somewhat interested. So then I'll turn my body a little bit towards her to uh, while my, my feet are still planted, and I'll give a false time constraint. Hey, I can't stay long because my friend's over here, uh, but I just want to talk to you real fast, blah, 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 right? Because the thing is, guys, is that I already know that a big objection that women have when, they do, when they're out with the clubs is guys sit there and talk to them for like 30 minutes, man, <laughs> about nothing, a whole bunch of BS. So if I just tell her from the rip, hey, I can't stay that long, uh, I'm I'm creating that scarcity. This is a sales technique, right? So um, so when I say that, she's going to be more apt to listen to what I have to say, right? So we talk, and immediately, as soon as I start talking to her, I go into logistics. Who are you here with? Oh, I'm here with these girls. Okay, cool. And if I approach her by myself and I just talk to her, then I'll introduce myself quickly to her group of friends, right? If it's a two set, you got to deal with both of them. If it's a three set, you can isolate the girl that you're talking to. But if it's a two, you got to deal with both. So then uh, I'll immediately go into logistics. Okay, where are you from? Oh, I'm from, let's say she says Miami. Oh, cool. What neighborhood? Oh, I'm in Kendall. So I know in my head, she's about 30 minutes from here and she probably drove in. I'm like, oh, okay, are you like the designated driver or something? I'll make an assumption that I know probably is wrong, right? And but what I'm doing is I'm really trying to collect information. So she's going to either correct me or affirm me. She's going to say, oh, ha, 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 no, we Ubered. Or no, she's the designated driver, whatever. So then boom, I immediately know my next obstacle is to disarm whoever the DD driver is or uh, to handle um, her objection later on, which is going to be, how do I get back home? You know what I'm saying? If I leave my friends, uh, which you you as the man, you got to be the problem solver for all this stuff. You understand? So like I'm quickly figuring out her logistics because these are going to be objections later on. So then she'll tell me who she's there with, blah, blah, blah. I'll start to figure out logistics. And if the logistics are favorable to me closing that night, I'll start talking to her and going into like more rapport building things. And then if I like her, right, and she passed a couple of my compliance tests, I'll say, hey, you know what? I'll tell her friends, hey, guys, I'm going to steal her for two seconds. We'll be right back. And then we'll go and get a drink and we'll chat some more. I'll isolate her to another side of the bar, right? But that's just some basics that you guys can employ when you meet a girl because you don't want to sit there and talk to a girl for 30 minutes. Then you find out, oh, yeah, I'm the designated driver uh, and we came an hour away and I'm the one that dr driving my friends and one's puking in the bathroom, another one's crying about her boyfriend, whatever. Like, you don't want to deal with stuff like that's a nightmare. You don't want to deal with that. So you want to always ask for logistics up front so that you know where you stand. And if it's bad logistics, number close and get the hell out of there. Don't sit there and try to like give free attention to a chick that you know you ain't going to close that night. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Fresh. I know you want to say something. Yeah, let me just add to that as well. Um, by the way, when you approach a chick, right, night game especially, and let, let's say you're for whatever reason, you're my color, you're black, right? You should be smiling when you talk to a chick because Facts. one chick might always see you. She might just see your smile. And luckily, I have a chain sometimes. So she's going to see my, my smile or my chain. But all jokes aside, right, for the most part, when I talk to a chick, especially on the, on the uh, night scene, I try to get an instant date. So what do I mean by that? 
So I want to show her the whole experience of dealing with Fresh Paint CEO when she meets me, right? So my thing is, once she's, like, like Myron said, once she's able to be free, she's going to be down uh, for the chill later, then definitely I want to take her on that little instant date. What does that mean? We go on the dance floor. We dance. We talk a little bit. I spin her around. We go for the kiss. All that is is, is basically on an instant date. So now I'm, I've escalated and I've elevated myself to a high level just because I've done all that by just meeting her for the first time. So now what's going to happen is there's some kind of sexual chemistry there that's, that's happening. And this all started from me just mentioning something about the environment. I mean, just come and talk to her. Hey, you're mad cute, by the way. What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And that's how I got started. And then, yes, like Myron, I will find out eventually. Hey, so I'm just curious, like, wh- where do you live? You know what I'm saying, how long are you going to be here? And for the most part, some of these girls are, are tourists. So that's perfect for me. Like, they're going to be gone in two days or, or less. So they want to have fun, like, right now. So I just made that happen. You have fun right now. And next thing you know, she's back at the crib with me. After having the instant date, she feels comfortable with me. Like I said, we're dancing on the dance floor. I'm caressing her. We're kissing. We're getting that one-on-one interaction. Her friends are cool with it because, one, either my friends are with her friends or uh, they've seen that I'm a cool guy and they're willing to let her go with me after seeing that. Not all the time because some chicks do call about no matter what, but for the most part, let's say you're cool with them. Let's say you buy her a drink, just just get get off your back. Then you should be good to go from there. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, comfort is a big thing. And the other thing, too, I want to say, guys, because I know guys are going to ask me this. So when you make your approach, right, and you talk to the girl, I'll introduce myself. And what I'll do is purposely like, hi, you're, hey, you're almost as cute as me. I want to talk to you real fast, whatever it may be. I'll put my hand out, right? And when she shakes my hand, I'll hold on to it. And if she lets me hold on to it, that's kind of like what I call like uh, screening, right, to see if she's kind of like interested. If she pulls her hand away right away, you know she's either not that interested or she might have a significant other, whatever it may be, right? But if she's if she's like available, she'll typically hold on to your hand and you'll be smiling, talking to her. Now, what I'll do is I'll make a joke. I'll say, oh, wow, you have even whether her grip is tight or not. I'll be like, oh, wow, you got a really tight grip. Are you like a part-time assassin? Ha, 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 right? So I'm making like a funny joke. And then she'll laugh about it, whatever like that. And you guys got to understand that like humor is, is, a, is a sense of intelligence. And on top of that, I always say this, right? Humor kills awkwardness, man. If you're able to be funny in a way that's not cheesy, I'm not saying be like a like a clown, but like if you're able to like tell funny jokes that are that are inter- that are how do I say this that convey that you have high value, it's gonna that's what makes you charming, guys. People yep. say, how do I be charming? Being charming is being able to tell socially calibrated jokes that uh, makes that de-escalate situations. Okay, humor kills comedy. If you guys want to remember something from this uh, presentation, that's one of them. So. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah. Also, also as well, bro. Uh, for guys out there that want to go there and become uh, contact with chicks, like one on one, make sure you're putting on cologne. Because if you don't have a nice cologne, actually, I can't say how many times I've been to the club, and I go like, oh my god, I love your cologne. What is that? Invictus, you know the one on one, real hard facts. But cologne is very powerful because one, it's gonna make her want to be around you for the most part, and two, she's gonna compliment you on that off rip because. As guys, we don't get so many compliments, but just that one compliment is enough to be like, you know what? Maybe she's digging my swag. So let's see what's up. Um, yeah. oh, also, there's a super chat in, uh, down below. Uh, Jacob asked a very good question. Um, Jacob Bennett? Uh, yeah. this oh, okay. Is there any way to run right a night game in Miami right now? The bars just opened up, man. So yeah. uh, I think they close at 12, though. So that's that's what it is. And then someone else with a super chat. Know your word, $2 super chat. Night game equal exposed two baddest baddies. Yeah, so uh, Jacob, in this case, 
uh, I would say private parties are kind of the thing to go to right now in Miami. Yeah. If not, you'd have to try like it's tough, bro. I would say private parties for the most part. Right now on boats, yeah. You could you they yeah, just bars, but it's probably gonna be like limited capacity, all this for a few months. So um but anyway, a lot of other places are open. I like I know like Orlando and a couple other major cities are open right now. So mm-hmm. um but anyway, uh so yeah, guys, so that's that's like one thing you could do, and then you're also like screening her to see where she stands with you. So if she lets you hold her hand, you're good money. And then you know, you can even kind of make a joke to her friends, like, hey, does she always hold everyone's hand this this tight when she you know if she's with her friends, uh when she meets strangers, whatever it may be. And just like little jokes like that is going to alleviate a lot of stress and anxiety because you guys got to remember, man, when women are out during the night, their their defense is on high. Their guard is on really high alert because a lot of low value guys approach them saying like weird things, man. So when a girl, when you approach a girl, assume this, like pretty much this is what she thinks. She ain't going to never, no one woman will ever admit this, but basically what they think is you're a loser. Prove to me that you're not. So having a good sense of humor being able to be like socially calibrated, read the situation, address Facts. friend, all these little things are going to show that you're a higher value guy because most guys can't run night game interactions correctly in a way that's conducive to be attractive. You know what I mean? They're going to say a bunch of like try hard stuff like my Lambo's parked outside. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or some late, like that they rented. Like, like a lot of guys lead with their wallet. And when you do that, it's going to be a dub every single time. An L. Look, guys, just smile. Like, please. Like, it's so simple. Just smile. I've had so many girls tell me, wow, I love your smile. Like, you should smile more often. And I didn't think about it until doing it. And then I realized, you know what? Me smiling opened up her up to, to even talk to me like that. So just smile more often, guys. Yeah. James Young, what's up, brothers? I'll catch the replay. Thank you so much for the $5 super chat, James Thank Young. Thank you, James. Appreciate uh, you, bro. But yeah. But anyway, um, but yeah, guys. So that's that's uh, basically like when you're running the night game interaction. So I run, you know, take it or leave it game. Fresh is a little bit smoother. He'll like talk to them a little bit longer and kind of assess. But either way, you guys are fine. The po- the main point is this: you need to get rid of time wasters and chicks just looking for clout immediately. Now let's talk about table game real quick. Um, so for you guys out here that like you know you want to come to Miami, get a table, New York City, whatever it may be, with like a group of four. Because if you go with a group of four guys, they're almost always going to upsell you to a table. You know what I mean? They're rarely going to let four guys in without trying to sell them a table. So what you could do is you know you get a table right. And what you do is when you have your table, now you can actually have you'll, – you'll actually be equalized in the club. Because quite frankly, guys, I'm going to keep it very honest with you. As a guy in a nightclub, you are lowest tier. Like no one cares about you. You're an expendable commodity. Like the girls have more value than you do. You know what I mean? This is why bouncers will always kick a guy out if a chick complains regardless of whether her allegation is false or not. So yeah, You table, ever play those um, video games where like you have minions, you have the, the knight, and then the king? Yeah, and be literally yeah. in nightclub, you're in minions, basically. <laughs> facts, facts. So the only way, one of the few ways to equalize in a nightclub venue where women have pretty much all the power is to um, get a table. Now, getting a table, though, if you don't know what you're doing, is 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 downright dangerous. You're going to get taken advantage of, and the girls are just going to be like, oh, you're very stupid. And they're going to drink your liquor, and nobody's going to get no action. So the way to run a table is this. Two guys stay back. One guy controls the bottle. One guy on the team controls it. Like, he does not let nobody else touch it. That's not a part of the entourage, okay? He pours everyone's drinks. He, like, especially the girls. And he just holds on to that bottle, okay? And another guy's back there. You and another guy, uh, your two most charismatic guys that are good at cold approaching, right? They go out and they source the girls, okay? And what you're going to do is you're going to look for two sets 
and three sets, okay? Maybe even a four set here or there if they're bad. And you're going to bring these groups in and stagger them to back to the table, okay? And it's very important that you bring in different groups of girls. Do not pick up a bachelorette party or a birthday entourage or any of that because they are, they're all going to know each other. And quite frankly, I've always said it, like bachelorette parties and, uh, uh, you know, birthday parties, whatever, bachelorette parties especially. <laughs> Big waste of time, bro. Big waste of time. A lot of the, most of the time, you're gonna waste your time dealing with these chicks because the group is so big that even if a chick likes you, she ain't gonna leave with you because she doesn't want to feel like ostracized by her friends. She don't want. They're gonna they're gonna shame her for hooking up with you. So you're better off getting two and three sets. Now you bring them back to your table, slowly funnel them in. Then once they're at the table, your other two guys, you know, kind of talk with them, run game, assess where they kind of stand, which the other guys should have screened that already to see where they stand. Uh, whether they're single, whatever, right? And then they, he's pouring the drinks, right? He's obviously not giving them too much because you don't want these chicks to <laughs> get too lit off of you, right? Unless they're super compliant. Um, and then what happens is girls that are lame or don't comply or like, oh, I got a boyfriend or whatever. Maybe your guys that recruited them didn't screen hard enough. You kick them out immediately. And what you do is you need to kick them out and let the other girls see them getting kicked out. Because what that does is it's going to display that the, you treat women as expendable. And quite frankly, women aren't used to seeing that. I hate to say it like that, but that they're not used to seeing guys kicking chicks out of tables and guys actually rejecting women. So when you do that, right, it's going to show super high value because number one, you have standards. Number two, you don't BS. And number three, you're not tolerating no attention seekers. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is that girls always want to sit at VIPs for a couple of reasons. One, they want access to liquor. Two, they want to be able to sit down. And then three, their feet hurt when they're wearing Fact. heels. Facts. So that's a little thing. That, that's a little thing that you want to understand why girls want to be in VIP so bad. So knowing that you, for once, have the leverage in a night game venue. So you kick out girls that don't comply, and you get other girls. So you get two guys to source. Now I've heard other people say, "Well, you can have the bouncers do it for you." Yes, bouncers will go and source girls for you if you ask them to. But quite frankly, they're not going to screen them as well as you guys will. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, most bouncers have zero game. Let's keep it one thousand, right? So you're better off screening, uh, going out and finding the girls yourself. Screening them, bringing them back, and then using the bouncer to kick the girls out. You tell them, hey, get out, and then you have the bouncer enforced. Because when you get a table, the bouncers basically become your minions. That's when they start to respect you and not treat you like crap is when you get a table. Yo, so that's how you run table game. Go ahead, Fresh. I got something to add to that. And this is some new age. You've never heard this from any PUA dating coach ever before. So this is what I used to do when I was at tables in Miami. Easy peasy. One, two, three. So I would post a story of the bottles and the table with some girls getting lit. And I would say in the text, who wants to join us? We're here right now. And I cannot tell you how many girls would DM me and say, oh, my God, I'm on the way. We're coming. Where y'all at? Let us know. And, yeah, let's say we had chicks from the club. Yeah, that was dope. We had batter chicks, Instagram models, coming to the club because they saw us getting lit in the club. So that's some extra level social media game right there. But that's another thing you can do. Let's say you're at a club. Oh, look, let's say you want to make an ex jealous or you make, make a chick jealous. Hey, I'm at the club now. Stunting on you. So there you go. Yep, absolutely. That's a little social media perk you guys can do um, as well. You know what I mean? Because when they girls see you in a club, VIP with other chicks, I always say, man, pre-selection is the strongest way to attract other women bro it really is because chicks need a cosign uh we got a super oh aaron b <laughs> shout out to aaron b uh djm with the five dollar super chat how long into the night uh till you wait until you try to pull them back to your place 
Um, there's no set timeline, bro. If she if the buying temperature is hot, you make it happen. You know what I'm saying? As soon as possible. Actually, that's one of our patrons. Um, uh, I'll say his name, Damien. He's really cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, Damien. In this case, as soon as possible. That just means that, like, let's say she's ready right now. Go right now. And you can tell, like, just by you kissing her, you touching her, and pff, I don't want to get too explicit, but I'll go all the way just to see like how far I can take it. And yeah. At that point, I'm like, you know what? Okay, she is ready. Check, please. I am yeah. gone. And, and that's and, it. Right. That, that's why at the VIP, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? And the, v, the, the VIP affords you the ability to kind of like um, push it, right? I'm not saying do it in the club. You don't want to get kicked out, guys. But like you can escalate um, and kind of see where the girl's buying temperature is. And here's the thing, like I tell you guys all the time, bro. A girl has every right to decline you. 1,000%. Her body, her choice. But you know what? My table, my choice. Yep. Get out, baby. I'm dealing with girls that are trying to have fun. Like, you know, no free liquor, no free attention. Like, nah, none of us are stupid. We know what we're doing here. You know what I'm saying? So when chicks don't want to comply, it is legit good buy when you have a table, bro. You don't tolerate no BS from girls or non-compliance when you have a table. You need to be on like super jerk mode, man. Like you need to be like cutthroat. Because here's the thing you guys got to understand. Women are cutthroat when they deal with men. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll tell Yo, Fresh, tell them the story that time about how uh, you had a table and, like, you you had some chicks that you were going to game and then, like, what the, what happened? Like, take them down memory lane real quick with this one. Hold on. I got one more piece of advice for Damien. All right. Hey, man, you want to know the right temperature, right time to take a girl back to your place? Use your two fingers, right, <laughs> and see if the wind blows west when you take your fingers out. Is your are your fingers cold or not? Or are they wet? There you go. Anyhow, that's kind of funny. But yeah, um, in this case, yo, bro, I don't want to tell that story, bro. Nah, no, I'm tell that story. No, they need to know. They need to know like what they're uh, why they need to be cutthroat in the. T- uh, uh, I'll tell it for you, man. I'll tell it for you, bro. <laughs> I'm a nice guy, man. I'm a nice nah, guy, bro. He was at a club. He was at a club, and there was and there was a. Uh, he was at a club, and he met some baddies, and he said, "Hey, you guys want to come to our VIP?" They're like all about it. And then a bouncer comes up to them, whispers in their ear something, and he, uh, he found out later what he said. But then the girl said, "Oh, uh, no, we're okay. We, we don't. We're not. We're not going to go to your table." And he was like, "What?" And then he found out Little Wayne was in the house and had asked those five girls to go jump on his VIP, and they immediately changed their minds and went to the other VIP. So, knowing this, guys, you need to adopt the same cutthroat mentality that women adopt when they deal with men. It's just that men are shamed for rejecting women. And I'm telling, I'm here to tell you guys, you got to reject women and let them know that they're mortal too. So if chicks don't comply in your VIP, you have every right to be a jerk and kick them out, bro. And then go get other girls that are going to comply. We're not here to entertain married chicks, good girls with boyfriends that want to be faithful. Nah, we, we're not here for your come up. Get out. You guys need to like literally be cutthroat like that. I kick girls out my VIP all the time if they don't comply, man, if I'm going to get a VIP because it's going to cost you a couple hundred or a grand. So you're not going to waste that on chicks that aren't complying, bro. So you need to apply the same cutthroat mentality that women do when they're at the club. Because trust me, girls are on the highest bitter type wave themselves. So, you know, play, play, fight yeah. fire with fire, baby. Was, I'm not going to lie. That was pretty embarrassing. And uh, I was hurt for a couple days, man. <laughs> I was like, it's bad. You want to talk to her for so long on Instagram. Just deny me for Lil Wayne. Yeah. And you know what? Screw her, bro. 
I got, I got some better ones. <laughs> yeah, I hate little Wayne, bro. He took like he he's he's stealing everybody's girl. But I had a hot blonde. I lost her to Wayne, bro. And then he lost a couple girls in his VIP. So this is the reality, guys. You know what I'm saying? So um, with that said, um, that's basically night game. And then, oh, okay. So when you okay, last part, pulling the girls out of the club, guys. Your venue selection always needs to be close to your place, okay? Because when it's close to your place, then you have better logistics. You can bring them back. Optimally. You want to pick places within walking distance. If not, no more than 15 to 20 minutes away so that you're a short Uber right away. Now, let's say you and your wing have a couple of girls and they're not necessarily ready to close the deal yet. This is why having your place set up the way we talked about is excellent. You're going to bring them back, run an after party, and then from there you could build a little bit more rapport, get some more drinks. They see your place, see how you're living, more DHVs, boom. Then that's when you guys can start making the move to separate and or even closing at your place, whatever it may be. But that's why you always have want to have liquor, et cetera, because me and Fresh have made this mistake before, right? No, you guys are like, what? Halfway. And we didn't have liquor when chicks were over. And, yo, if you don't have liquor, the party's done. The girls are going to leave. You know what I'm saying? You can't come back and be like, oh, uh, you guys want to have some orange juice? Like, nah, bro, it ain't going to work. You know Trust me, guys. We took the L's so you guys don't have to, and we took the lessons so you don't travel those the road that we traveled. Because, trust me, we missed out for not having liquor on deck. When we should have, and that kind of ruined the vibe a little bit. So yeah, and that's why I say you got to have like all kinds of stuff at your place: wine, different types of liquor, whatever. And you're gonna if that's gonna be a high value trade anyway. That you you basically are stocked, and you you're like ready to throw parties anytime with the speaker. Because if you bring girls back, bro, and you ain't got no liquor. They're gonna be like, really, nigga, and they're gonna walk out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, with that said, okay, so picking the best venues, having your place set up, having good wingmen, this is all gonna be conducive to success. So what we're going to do, guys, is we're going to phone op- calls. Yeah. Phone lines are open, guys. Uh, do it. You know what I mean? We'll do. We'll start um, answering questions. Uh, but let's see here. I think that's pretty much it as far as we went over <clears throat> closing the deal, everything like that. Um, you know what up- we should do? We should uh, do, Marion? We should what? put like exactly detailed, like explicit how to what to do when they pull them from the club to, to their spot, like just for patrons, though. After, okay. uh, after, yeah, yeah. Oh, guys, we're gonna run a patron uh, Zoom call after this uh, live stream. So get on the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/FreshFit, and we are 100% gonna answer all questions in there uh, for all patrons. Right, we're gonna run it this week as well, and then next week, and then after that, it's gonna be twenty dollars and up patrons only that get access to Zoom calls. We want to make sure we get you guys that value. Uh, we got a caller on the line. Oh man, that was fast. Okay. 404, you're on the air live with uh, Myron Gaines of Fresh Prince CEO. Welcome, bro. What's going on, guys? Spencer from the uh, Patreon. Hey, what's up, Spencer? Hey, what's up, Spencer? Yeah, well, I, got, uh, I got two questions for you guys. Uh, sure. First question is, uh, I've never gone out uh, to the nightclubs with the express purpose of approaching like multiple women. So I'm obviously going to suck at it in the beginning. Um, so when I do go out there and I do start taking those L's, uh, how, do, how, how should I keep the momentum going and sort of not let it get to me? Uh, very good question. Very good question. First, you want to hit that one first and I go after or you want me? Yeah, bro. So see, you have two things on me, bro. One, you weren't stuttering and you're in good shape, right? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. You're in good shape. So that confidence should be there already. And let's say it's not there. Just knowing that you're doing the action. And look, all of us take L's, bro. Me and Myron still, uh, still take L's to today. However, in your case, bro, like before you used to go to probably have fun with your boys, whatever, which is fine. 
But now you're doing it with a purpose, and there's a purpose, a purpose behind that. So for you, when you go talk to a chick, that just says, she might say, oh, I have a boyfriend. Sorry. You know what? Cool. She didn't want to talk to me. That's fine. Who's next? And the thing is, is, that, is that like you can't hide the pain of being rejected because there's there's no rejection. She's just not for you, if that makes sense. So that chick you wanted, wanted to talk to, she's not available for you. That's it. Ne- the next chick might be. And that's the chick that you talk to. If she's not ready for you, okay, cool. Who's the next chick? See, when you change your mindset of, you know what? Yeah, she's she doesn't want to talk to me. So what? I know the next chick might want to talk to me. It kind of brings off a lot of the stress and, and pressure because you know it's not it's not on you for the most part. It's probably she's a boyfriend, uh, she's there with friends and doesn't want, want to be bothered. That's fine. Just try to find a chick that's willing to be open to you and do an instant date per se, or get to know you a little bit better. Take a phone number if you need to, and then dip, and then keep and just keep moving uh, like that. I would say. Yeah, um, Spencer. The big okay. thing I want to say is that even the top night game guys are are closing very a very small percentage, man. Like, to, g- top tier guys close ten percent, man. So don't beat yourself up if it takes you like fifty to hundred approaches to get like one lay, bro. That, that's just the game. You know what I mean? That's why so many guys uh, re- hate being single and they need a girlfriend or they have one itis, etc. A lot of guys don't like the 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 rough life of being single of having to constantly source and you know, quite frankly, it's just, it comes with the territory. If you want to have an abundant sex life, that, that comes with a consequence. And the consequence of that is that you're going to have to source a lot of the time. You're going to have to approach a lot of girls. You're going to have to swipe a lot on online dating. And that's, what's going to create the volume required to get the girls. But the thing is, is that a lot of guys don't understand that volume is absolutely mandatory to be able to get chicks. And, and, uh, and from that volume is inevitably going to come rejection. So you can't internalize it, man. You can't get mad. Uh, a lot of the times, your girls reject you for reasons that you have nothing to do with. It could be their a nail is broken. They're not they didn't feel good that day. Like they they got in an argument with their friend. They just broke up with a boyfriend. Like there's a bunch of stuff that you probably don't even have a clue is going on in her life. That you know, women's uh, emotions change like the the weather, bro. So yep. you internalize yep. rejection and blame yourself. A lot of the time, you you know, when you get rejected, you need to thank the girl for quickly uh, letting you move on to the next. The way the yep. worst girls are the ones that sit there and talk to you for 20 minutes and then tell you they have a boyfriend after. Those are the devious ones that you don't want to deal with. Those are the girls that we try to get you guys to get rid of immediately, bro. Those are the worst. So, yeah, man. Does that help? Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I didn't think about it like that. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely some good tips. And I had one more question. Sure, um, go ahead. You know, I've been on these. I've been – ever since I heard you started talking about uh, volume, I started pushing a lot of uh, volume. So in the past like month and a half, I've been on four dates. I was able to close two of them. I got awesome. a, a fifth one. Nice. And the chick, she just straight up uh, invited me over to her house. Um, obviously, that kind of puts me out of my frame because I can't really, you know, control, you know, where we're going, all that kind of nonsense. So uh, do you guys have any tips? She, she invited you straight to her house? house or... Yeah. Did you like, did you, were the texts like, when you guys were talking on text, was it like straight, like, like you guys were talking about the S word? I was uh, no, I was like, yo, let's go out, let's go get some drinks. And uh, she was like, yo, I'm I'm 19, I can't even go out and drink, but yo, just come to my house. All yo, right. yo, wait, hold on. Does she live alone? No, she has roommates. Bring her to your place, bro. I, I would say bring her to your place. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, bring bring her to your place. I, honestly, it's up to you. I personally don't like bringing girls straight to my place unless I've met them in person before. I would like take her on a like maybe gets like on a quick walk 
or like, you know, something that's low investment, maybe get like a taco with her or some, something like that. Talk a little bit, build a little bit more value, then bring her back to your place and close. But like me personally, I don't bring girls straight to my place until I meet her in person. Make sure she ain't crazy or nothing like that. But if you want to place, you can too, but just understand that, you know, it might come with some, some problems if she's crazy. Go ahead. She might have the bear bug fear. I wants to meet him at her spot because she's, you know what I'm saying? Scared. So that might be a reason why she's saying just come to his, her, well, her not, crib. She can't drink. She can't go to the bar. That's why. That's a big one too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, bro. If you can, try to spring it into your your court where you can bring it to your crib. If you can't, then I'll just do a quick FaceTime call. Hey, looking forward to, to seeing you. Can't wait to, um, you know what I'm saying, meet up. Hope you can handle me. Just trying to make it something that's like, indirectly leading towards uh sex so you can get a, a clear like guidance into where she's thinking as well yeah, you want to screen her a little bit bro like yeah. that's, that's what we're trying to tell you like you want to you know what i mean like bring her like number one try to bring her to your place and then number two like do a little bit of uh a s screening you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that you can see where she stands on the totem pole as far as like wanting to give it up or not okay right? yo my thinking was it was something along the lines of yo this is just some random dude i'd, I'd rather have him come over to my place and me go to his i don't even know this guy that's what i was thinking not all the time bro because i've had chicks invite me to their spot first date and they had like wine there um we we just like watched a movie whatever drank wine and, and then i smashed but i've also had other times where a chick invited me over and she just wanted to talk and not smash that night and i wasted my whole night so it's hard to say, but Mario, what'd you say on that one, bro? Yeah, man. I say, bro, bring it to your place, meet her, meet her at like a central location. Make sure she ain't crazy, bro. Just do the work, build the attraction. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then, uh, you don't have to spend that much time with her in, in, in a central location, like 20, 30 minutes, make sure she ain't wild and then bring her back up to your place and close if she, you know, but screen her too, bro. Yeah. And then that's also going to kind of show value cool. on your side too. Cause you're like, okay, well, I don't really know you. You might be crazy. And then she's gonna wanna she's gonna wanna uh what's the word? She's gonna wanna qualify to you even more because now you're putting her in in a qualifying position to you. So it's actually gonna build attraction for you to tell her, hey, meet me here. I just gotta make sure you ain't crazy. Ha ha ha. And then like you just meet her there, talk, build attraction, then bring her back to your place, you know, have your drinks, whatever you want to do. But you wanna control the frame, bro. Try not to go to her place if you could avoid it, man. That I will definitely try and switch it up then. Thank you, guys. No worries, man. All right, we're gonna I'm move good. on. 786. Good question, Spencer. Uh, we got 786 on the line. Uh, you're live on the Fresh and Fit podcast. Welcome, man. 786, Miami, you're checking in. Yeah, the boy C. Poxon. What's going on? Hey, what hey, up? Hey, hey, hey. hey you can't Yo, what's up, Chris? On the team. What are you doing? <laughs> Yo, if, if you guys didn't know, this is Chris Poxon. He is a part of the team here in Miami. He's the one responsible for helping us with the artwork, getting things set up. While we're working hard to bring you guys good content, yep. so check him out on Instagram. Um, he's an awesome dude. What's up, Chris? Yo, I just want to say everything you guys have been saying on air so far is 100% correct. And callers, uh, shout out to the chat. Just being around these guys on a daily basis, almost, my game has improved a lot. And I'm telling you, these guys take lots of L's in terms of, you know, I see lots of L's, but I see lots of wins, right? And these guys cut back on getting these girls to bring you guys good content, you know? Right? We lost girls, bro. Goddamn. What, what's it? Is there what? We lost girls, bro. You know. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. De- de- definitely. 
and and these guys bring you some uh, bring out some good quality content, man. They, they these guys stay up to midnight, speaking facts. I'm like, dang, I thought I knew some game in Miami. These guys come out here just, just showing me off a little bit, you know, born and raised, and these guys come out and I see it in action. So just want to say shout out, shout, shout out to you guys, Myron and Prince, for definitely being hardworking and getting into Miami. Nah, Chris, thank you so much, guys. We didn't t- call, tell him to call in and say that, man. He's he's, he's actually in the studio right now building the, the thing up, helping us out, man. He's responsible for helping us get the podcast table uh, decked out. We got the nice little banner coming in. And then we got some other uh, really cool stuff coming in for the studio, guys. It's going to be lit, bro. When we do our first live show there, you guys are going to be really impressed. Uh, we're working hard to make sure that that thing is great. And Chris is literally like a critical component, man. He's pretty much been the one getting all the equipment uh, for us, the artwork stuff done. You know, uh, so without him, we wouldn't be able to max out the studio we, we, the way we are. So, uh, Chris, thanks for calling in, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks, Chris. No problem, fam. All right, bro. Uh okay, so we got super chat real quick. Yeah, we got super chats. Yeah, uh, from Jacob, right? Yeah, I dream to one day get a table with Myron and kick girls off of it. Also, day game is still live in Miami. Pulled three girls this month. Fire content. Thank you, thank you, Jacob. Uh, Jacob is actually local here in Brickell, bro. Uh, so, yeah. um, Jacob, get on the Patreon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> get on the Patreon, bro. Patreon.com/slash/freshfitman, so you can see our stuff. Uh, but yeah, no, guys, um, definitely. Um, the reason why I, I tell you guys that you got to be um, cutthroat with the women in the table is because the thing is, is that I, I really got to hammer this home, man. Social media is good and it's bad. And the reason why it's good is because now you have you're able to talk to girls and can uh, do what we call uh, passive demonstrations of higher value with your stories. The bad is, is that girls nowadays don't val- don't respect most men. Let's keep it 1000. They get attention all day, you know free attention from guys, likes, validation, whatever it may be. So they don't respect the majority of men. And that is translated into night game. And what I mean by that is, uh, Roosh talked about this, and I agree with him. The the smartphone and the VIP bottle service kind of hurt night game a lot. And what I mean by that is that girls go to clubs now for ulterior motives. And typically what it is is to drink drinks for free, right? Because the VIP basically made a, st- made a status thing now. So women, as we all know, are status driven when it comes to like mate selecting. So they're going to want to be on the VIPs. And then on top of that, with the smartphone, girls are on their smartphone so much that, you know, they're more focused on taking cool stories and pictures than actually meeting people. You know what I'm saying? So the way we're teaching you night game, it's a little bit different than what my mystery was teaching about 20 years ago. And half of night game, a lot of the time is discerning women that really uh, like you versus chicks that like are just trying to get free drinks. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I know, I know if this ever happens to you, Myron, mm-hmm. but I've ever had chicks like before Corona hit me up. They're at, a, they're at a table with some guys, and they'll text me or DM me like, yo, um, I'm bored. I'm about to leave, leave this spot soon. What are you doing? Yep. I'm like, damn, this just bought a table, bought her drinks, and she bought a dip, and they come to my crib. I'm like, damn. like, <laughs> Yep, yep. And, and, like, uh, and guys, uh, call into the show, 515-605-9740. We'll answer questions for probably another uh, 20 or 30 minutes here. Um, but, yeah, no. You guys, so when you guys have a VIP, right, um, you need to max that out. You know what I mean? Like you should be getting like easily if you got a decent sized VIP in any major club, you should easily be able to fit somewhere between five to ten girls there. And someone mentioned uh, I lost the, the the question, but someone asked about bachelorette parties, why they're a waste of time. I'll break it down a little bit. The reason why bachelorette parties are a waste of time a lot of time is because typically bachelorette parties are huge groups of girls where there's one girl getting married. Right. And they go everywhere together and they don't want to leave anywhere without other parties in it. You know what I'm saying? So if you meet a chick and she's DTF. 
she's going to be reluctant to leave with you a lot of the time. I'm not saying you can't close them, guys. By, by no means am I saying that. I'm just saying it's a, it's a lower return on investment than you would think. Even if the girl's available and wants to get laid, she's going to be she's gonna be extremely hesitant because she's not going to want to get judged by the other girls in the group. Because a yep. lot of the time when they go on these bachelorette parties, guys, let's keep it 1,000. These girls are friends of friends, associates, whatever. They ain't real friends, bro. So, you know, if a, that's why I tell you, if you go out with like a two set or a three set and they came to vacation together, that's better because they know how each other gets down. You know, they already know. They kind of had like an agreement before the trip. Like, yeah, we're going to go out and get laid. Like, we ain't judging each other. Ha ha, girl. Yeah, let's have fun. But like when it's a big group of girls and they're like friends of friends and like associates or whatever, like they care about what each other thinks and they don't want to come off as promiscuous uh, to the other groups of girls. And we all know women need our have minded creatures and need a cosign to be able to like date guys. That's why pre-selection is so powerful. So she's going to be, even if she likes you, she's going to leave with the group of girls because she's not going to want to get shamed the next day when they have brunch at 11 a.m. You know what I'm saying? When she comes in at 6 a.m. smelling like, you know, wiener. <laughs> so she's always, she doesn't want to lose her reputation like that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, we got a new patron. Shout out to Keep Grinding. Uh, just, just joined us. Appreciate you. you, bro. Yeah, buddy. Welcome to the family. <laughs> All right, so we got uh, 613 on the phone line. Uh, 613, welcome to the show, man. You're on the Fresh and Fit podcast with Myron Gaines and Fresh Prince CEO, man. Hey guys, my name is Violet. It's honored to be on the show. Um, I think also what um, to, to ask about like, the whole social media thing. I think also what hurt like the the whole game is that like if you go to like every YouTuber, like every like a- any YouTuber that there's like night game, they're always asking girls like a bunch of like sexual questions. And like I think like I think like a lot of guys are naturally blue pill and they don't understand by Hey caller, caller, you're so lagging. Like, caller, caller, you're lagging really bad, dude. So just ask your question as quickly and as succinctly as possible so we can answer it because you're you're I don't know what it is, but your service is really bad. Oh shit. Okay, that's that's a little. Uh, you yeah, see, that's better. That's better. That's better. Clear whatever you just did there. Okay, 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 okay. No, 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 no. I was basically saying like, I was basically saying like, we live in a day and age where like, like girls get attention all the time by yep. just breathing. So like, how do I? So how do I like come off as a guy that doesn't that like that wants to separate myself from the other group of guys while also wanting what every guy wants obviously from girls is you know lit. and plus i'm a good looking guy so how do i like separate myself from the pack even though like i have good decent game and like a good decent body okay so you want to stand out basically <clears throat> yeah basically yeah yeah because like i'm six feet i have long dreads and locks which naturally I feel like I'm going to stand up from other guys, but I think like my game is good enough, but my game is not good enough to the point where it's like, it separates me from other guys. So, so uh, what do I do? What can, what can I do to like, you know? I, okay. So I got a question, right? You, you, you're good looking, you're six feet, um, nice hair, stuff like that. But like, are you not getting girls that you want? Like, like wh- what makes you want to stand out so much? No, basically, it's like I'm not like I'm uh, like I'm not getting yeah I'm not getting like the girls that I want, and also it's like 
girls like girls nowadays are not they they don't really want to talk to guys that much as weird as that sounds because girls naturally have the abundance mindset we naturally don't have the abundance mindset so like it's tough for me to like approach a girl and be like hey like hey what's up but like at the same time like i want to have like my own self-value to the part where I feel good enough that I don't have to approach girls in order to feel good about myself. But how do I have like that same sentiment feeling inside of me while trying to get girls at the same time? I, I could hit this one. Mm-hmm. Yo, so number one, um, you're, you, 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 I, I like that you understand that men have to earn their abundance mindset and, and women just have it. And quite frankly, the way you're going to earn that abundance mindset is by talking to a lot of women, Okay. And that's going to help you build confidence. That's going to make you more comfortable dealing with women. And then you're just going to get smoother and smoother when you talk to her. You know what I mean? It's going to become automatic. So when a girl gives you an S test, like, is this your pickup line? You can immediately react and say, uh, yeah, I, 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 actually, you're the 1,371st girl that I've done this on. I tried on my grandma earlier today, and it was kind of weird. So, like, you just, it's automatic, right? And you say it with a straight face or with a smirk on your face. And she's going to know, okay, this guy knows how to deal with women. So, um, so number one, you got to go out, get out there and talk to girls. Number two, yes, women have a lot of options and they talk to a lot of guys, but that's why you got to put some put some respect on my name. And you're going to do that by not giving free attention. You know what I'm saying? And you're only going to deal with chicks that want you from a romantic level. You but know girls get girls get attention twenty four seven like all the time. Though. So like I'm from low value like men. Hey, 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 caller, caller, listen. That from low value guys, you understand they're getting attention, but, but from low value yeah. guys. So that's what that's why you need to differentiate the way to differentiate yourself. I'm telling you right now, from these other low value guys, you know what I mean? These thirsty dudes. He needs some milk. These type of dudes is you're gonna need to put respect on your attention. And you put respect on your attention by making it scarce. Value and scarcity are directly tied, typically. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you're gonna put value on your attention is by Yo. only dealing with women that want you from a romantic sense. And you should be able to size that up within a few minutes of speaking work. Go ahead, fresh. Your, your caller. For me, my thing is lifestyle. Because what's gonna happen is most guys can't show a, girl a good lifestyle. So let me ask you: Are you a high value male? Average. I don't think I'll, I don't think I'm. I think I'm leaning towards high value, but I, I don't think I'm there yet. If I'm being honest. How much, okay. So okay. How much money you earn per year? I'm in college. Oh, okay. So like so, basically, yeah. like. So then. So so, so so see right here, bro. You can't stand out like that. And it's sad to say, but for a man to stand out, he has to become high value. Because girls, like on Instagram, dating apps, even in real life, they want to see you with a nice car, a nice lifestyle, going on adventures, traveling, having that lifestyle is what's, what's going to attract you to you. And like, for example, for me, I don't put in that much work just because I showcase lifestyle. And girls love that shit. Girls want to have fun. They want to live the lifestyle. And if they can see you living it, they want to be a part of it. So if you want to stand out, that's how you stand out. But of course, you have to be a high-value male to give them that lifestyle. So that's how you stand out in today's market. Yeah, and here's the other thing too. Real quick before I give you this pro tip here. Guys, please like the video, man. We got 246 live viewers right now, and I think we only got like not even 200 likes yet, man. So guys, please like the video so that we can get this up in the algorithm. So now, you know what? You know what? We're not taking no more calls until we get at least 120 likes. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, we only got eighty six. Come on, guys, please like yeah. the video, man. No more calls. Yeah, guys. So, um, I'm one of those. Bro. Yeah, he's on the line. Yeah, well, I'll I'll finish answering his question. But guys, <laughs> hundred twenty likes, please. Hey, caller, you're good. You're good, caller. <laughs> uh, so, like the video. Okay, so now that we got that out the way, the uh, little housewarming thing. 
um, uh, or housewarming, uh, <laughs> house announcement. Uh, so, caller, the thing is, man, you got to understand this. We did a video on Patreon specifically for young men that are in college or in high school, whatever, how to run game, because clearly you can't leverage uh, you can't leverage like money and status, really. Uh, so what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to play the social circle game as a young guy. Yep. You know what I'm saying? When you're a college student or a high school student, whatever, you got to play the social circle game 1000%. But there's a certain way that you got to go about it that is going to mitigate. Because here's the problem with social circle game. Social circle game is high risk. And what I mean by that is that you're probably going to run into the women that you're seeing in this social circle again and again. So you need to be very calculated in how you do yeah. it. With cold approach, you could be aggressive. You know, you could be like, hey, you DTF? No? Okay, boom, move on to the next. Can't do that with social circle games. So um, get on our Patreon, bro. You know our Patreon? Uh, no, no, I, 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 will, I, I will. Dude, jump uh, on it. It's literally five card. bucks. Yeah. It's literally five bucks to get in. And we did a 20-minute video yeah. that yeah. breaks us down exactly how to deal, how to, how to run game as a younger guy that doesn't have money like that, that's in college or high school. We break it down from A to Z, man. Five bucks. And caller, yeah. <laughs> caller, yeah. do you see those red lights back here? Right there? Uh, I, I, I'm on the phone. I can't, see, I can't see shit right now. Okay, well, there's some red lights back there. There's cars jammed up on the freeway, right? So you're like those cars, bro. Yeah. Right now, you're in school. You have no power, as my boy King Richards would say, well, in the house to, right leave, now. to leave this environment, right? <laughs> so right now, you're in college, which is fine. You're not going to stand out as much as you want to. But as Myron saying, yeah. social circle is going to be a big thing for you. Now, when you get out of college and you get your job, then you can get power and get the hell out of this um, freeway. But for the most part, join Patreon, bro. You can learn all from our video, and that's going to help you uh, move forward in being in college and standing out. Yeah, bro. Only five bucks to get in, man. Get in there. Don't be a cheap scare. I know you got five bucks instead of spending it on yeah. a venti on a chick that ain't going to bang you anyway. So <laughs> uh, does that answer your question, though? Facts, move on to the next facts. caller, brother. Uh, it, it did. It did. It did. It's just it's just like also like in my group of range, like in my age group, mm-hmm. it's like it's, it sucks because it's like a lot of guys are like blue pill simps. And when you, because because like a lot of guys our age are blue pill simps, so it's yeah, like facts, yep. naturally like like naturally be, because like because the average guy has no idea about the red pill, right? Let's of be course. honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a fact. that's why you don't hang out. So that's like, why you got to keep your so you, bro. This is why you got to keep your circle tight, man. You got to deal with other guys that are like minded or just be a lone wolf because dealing with blue pill guys, especially like using them as your wingman or to run game. They're gonna mess you up if anything, bro, because they don't know what they're doing. Know what yep. I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. But at the same time, like, you, I, I can, I can tell, a, I can tell a couple of guys, hey, there's a like whole red pill, yo, come and listen no, to Myron at no. Precious Podcast. Like, you could, and, you could. No, no right? let me stop you. Let me stop you. People, people are not gonna accept this knowledge until they're ready, bro. Yep. They're, they're gonna need to feel some kind of pain or anguish. No, I know that. I know to that. To come but looking like, for this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could put them on our podcast. We appreciate that. But they're going to look re- like anyone that, that doesn't have common sense about intersexual dynamics is going to listen to me and fresh and be like, oh, these guys are misogynist. <laughs> I, I hate to say it like that, but like that's how a commoner would listen to our stuff and like perceive it. They'd be like, oh, these guys are just misogynists, like chauvinists. They don't like they don't respect women, blah, blah, blah. But the reality is, no, it's not that we don't respect women. We actually love women. It's just Bro. that we understand the unflattering truths about what it takes to attract them. I love women, bro. And I treat them good. So, hey, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, earned. it's gotta be earned though. You, you like what we teach guys is you don't just treat a chick good because she has because she has a vajayjay, bro. Like that's gotta be earned. She's not like 
I'm mm. so against pedestalizing women, bro. Like that is literally the worst thing you could do Damn. from an attraction standpoint. So, um, so don't introduce guys to the to the to the RP man until they're ready for it. But until then, bro, just be prepared to be a lone wolf. Get on the Patreon, watch that video. We break it down from A to Z how to get girls as a young man through a social circle game. And uh, and that's it, bro. So we're gonna move on. Next caller, all right? God bless. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. All right, bro. All right. Yo, uh, we're at 112 likes, bro. We're eight likes short of taking the next caller. So, guys, eight more likes, and we'll take the next call. If not, we're gonna end it here and we're gonna head to, to Patreon uh, viewers. So, eight more likes, and we'll continue this podcast. Eight more likes, guys. Come on, man. Like the video so that we can move up in the algorithm and guys can learn this critical knowledge and how to not get fleeced at nightclubs and have girls drink their stuff. And we got a caller on the line right now. Uh, caller, before we answer your question, I'm just going to mute you real quick. Um, let's see how many likes we got here. 116. Okay. Okay. 238 live viewers, guys. Come on. Come on. I know three of you can hit the like button, man. It's free. <laughs> Jesus. Let's see here. Uh, did we get hit 120 yet? Let's see. Let's see. One, what? 121. All right. Cool. All right. See. We're going to see. Was that so hard, guys? Thank you so much for the support. All right. Let's get 929 on the line. Hey, nice hey, line. What's up, fellas? How's it going? It's Kareem again. What up, bro? How hey, are you? What's up, Kareem? How's it going, man? How'd it I'm go, a, man? How'd it go? That new position as a district district manager, man. Started last week. Hey, congratulations, bro, on the job promotion. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate brother. Yeah, man. I just um it's I called in because I heard the last caller, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just had an experience to like basically it could, it could, it it could be a reference point of advice. So I was on the party bus on Saturday. Um, my friend it was his birthday, right? So I got on the bus. My friend had made up a joke saying that I was his bodyguard. So I got on the back of the bus. It was no seat, so there were two females on the bus. They were, hey, sit next to us. So they immediately was marking territory or whatever. As the night progressed, I was just sitting there chilling. I had the, I, I basically, at the end of the night, I got five numbers. They gave me their numbers. Hmm. Working on me, everything. But you know what I did when it comes to maintaining a masculine frame? All of the other dudes on the bus, they were trying to go out of their way. Yo, what's good? I got this, I got that, doing like just basically acting like females to get female attention. Yep. I just sat there and chilled, man. Once, once, once they saw that first second chick twerking on me, it became a competition, and all the chicks were on me on the bus. They didn't <laughs> have to do anything. Got him. <laughs> I did conducting myself like a man. That's it. You know, so um, you know, I think you know, like you know, I've been a a dude. I was in. That's facts, bro. That's facts. I mean, that's, you know, men, men are built. Women are just made, uh, you know, women are born, men are built, man. You know, like a man must create his value. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get action from chicks until you build yourself up, whether it's through, uh, through building up your empire financially, building up your business, building your body, building your confidence. It, it takes time, man. This is why women 
on average, date guys that are about seven to 10 years older than them, you know, because the things that make a man attractive take time to accrue. So, um, so now, man, that's 1000% uh, facts. Um, do you have any, any questions, caller, or you just want to make that comment? Oh, no, I, I do have a question. Sure. Who is, what's that, that audio bit with the dude said, really, nigga? Who is that? That shit is hilarious. Oh, uh, it's just, it's just, it's just a soundbite. I, f- I forget what TV show, but it's just a soundbite that I, that I wrote. Oh, no, it's that, uh, he's a, he's a comedian. He's an actor, the ball head guy on Instagram. Um, that's always in a white, a white beater. What's his name? Oh, Mr. Commodore. Uh, if you look at, Ke- if you look at Kevin Hart's page, uh, oh no, yeah. look at, look at, look at the guy, um, the guy on Netflix, what's his name? The guy that, that was on TikTok. Sorry, he was on uh, Vine first. Then he went from Vine to King Batch. One of his boys yeah, made both. that clip. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, King Batch. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, his yeah. boy did that. Uh, the bald head uh, black dude. Yeah. And, yeah. and man, every, I was drinking some, some, some water, man. I almost choked. Every time I hear that shit. Yo, play it real quick, Myron. <laughs> <laughs> really, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> but we're we're demonetized now. But anyway, yeah, caller, anything else, bro? Yeah. Nah, just appreciate you fellas, man. You know, you guys are doing some good work, man. We gotta, we you know, man, we gotta get out this victim mode, man. This Facts. Whole, we 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 shouldn't want no cheat codes, man. Yeah. This Facts. should help us build character, man. It's gonna help us build character. Facts. 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 Man. man must become guys for you, young guys out there. Just just work yes. on yourself. Yes. All right, bro. All right, Thank brother. you so much Thank for calling in, bro. All right. So All right, bro. I think uh, yeah, we'll 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 start uh winding down here. Uh so guys, um one last thing I wanted to say. Um when it comes to night game, there's two paths that you can go. Okay, you can either number collect or you can try to close that night, like pull get a pull. I think personally, trying to pull is better. You know what I mean? Uh number collecting is fine, but Here's the thing. It's going to be a huge numbers game. Let's say you get 10 numbers. Of those, f- of those five are probably not going to respond. Three may respond. Two might agree to a date, and one is actually going to show up. So just understand if you number collect, uh, it's going to be a little bit more work on the back end. Uh, but personally, you should try to work to pull that night. But those are two strategies you can go with, uh, which I forgot to mention that earlier. But with that said, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the stream. Uh, fresh, you, you can tell them where they can find you, bro. Yeah, bro, as you know, it's your boy Fresh Print CEO on Instagram at Fresh Print CEO. And also my YouTube channel is CEO Lifestyle. My print channel is Fresh Print CEO. And you can find me on patreon.com slash fresh fit for all the nitty-gritty behind the scenes receipt videos you want about me and Myron's lifestyle. And guys, we're really in the game. Like I don't know any other creators that are doing what we're doing because we're really out here in the hardest city in the United States. Pulling receipts, pulling girls from what we teach you guys, and we practice whatever we preach. So there you go. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, Roger Vieta. Hey, man. Thank you for the super chat. Great job, fellas. Excellent content, Roger from Denver. Thank you, Brian. Oh, appreciate- Roger. Thank you, Roger. But the other thing too, man, is uh, oh wow. Now we get two. Co- you know what? We got two calls on the phone line, bro. You know what, guys? We're gonna we're gonna come and just give that extra value to you guys because we love the people. Guys, after this, by the way, if you guys are enjoying our Q and As. We are going to do a Zoom call right after this in our Patreon. Join our Patreon, patreon.com slash freshfit. Regardless of what tier you join, you will get a Zoom link. and You'll be able to come in. We will run this for another week. Then after that, 
it will be twenty dollars here and up only. But yeah, we got a bunch of people that joined, so thanks you guys for um subbing to, to to the patron. Thank you. All right, eight one eight, you're on the line, bro. We're gonna close it, but you know we love the people, baby. We're gonna keep going. <laughs> welcome to the show. Eight one eight, going one. Silence. Yo, hello. Hey, what up, bro? You're on the air. Hi. Oh, hi guys. Hi Myron. Hi Fresh. What's up? What's up? Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I yeah, can hear you. Yeah, all, all good. All good. Thank you. Uh, calling all the way back from Tokyo, Japan, guys. Uh, oh, the French guy. I, the the show is awesome. <laughs> awesome content. I mean, you really know what you're talking about. I uh, really love the show. So, yeah, I'll, I'll just Thank make it quick. A uh, quick question for you. Um, uh, you uh, talk about a sp spinning plate. Uh, how, how many girls should you spin? Uh, that is a good question. Um, yes. So here's the thing with me, guys. I don't suggest you guys do this, but I don't. What I do is I just go to new girl, new girl, new girl, new girl, new girl. I don't, I don't even care about retention right now. Uh, <laughs> but I, but typically I'll have like three, three to four that like I'll like I'll like might call back for a second one. You know what I mean? But in general, like I just continue on. But I suggest if you're gonna run, if you're gonna like run plates and have it like uh, consistent chicks, uh, th three. Is good three to four max. Go ahead, Look, first. To keep your sanity and to remain a strong-minded individual, I would say no more than five, no yeah. less than three. Yeah. So three to five, and like Marvin said, we're just spinning and, and dealing. So we might lose some, we might gain some, yeah, we yeah. might retain some. So it don't matter. That's, that's why you need the bonus mindset. Because guess what? What if what if one of your one of your uh, rotation girls? messes up or she bad, uh, misbehaves so what i got another one coming next day or maybe two days later so i'll say keep it going bro but yeah three to five is, is probably your best bet no more than five no less than three yeah man good question anything else nope all right nope that's about it yeah uh please like the show to uh the viewers and guys yeah. please like <laughs> the, the video work. man thank, thank you man yeah, they thank called all the way from tokyo japan that is crazy man Hey, bro. Thank you, oh, man. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, shit, I, I think I called. I didn't mean to cut you off there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is delayed a bit. Uh, we got 978 on the line. Guys, before I get this call on the line, don't forget to like the video, man. Get the likes up. Get us at least 200 likes, guys. Like, come on, man. We got 200 and plus live viewers right now, 215. Uh, so like the video. Okay. So we got the last caller here, 978. Hey, Byron, how's it going? Welcome. I uh, actually found out about you through uh, Rolo Tomasi interview. Shout out to Rolo. Shout out to um, Rolo Tomasi. I started watching your stuff, and yeah, you speak a lot of truth, man. So uh, I like tuning in, hearing what you guys have to say. Thank you. Um, but basically, my question is like, how do you go about uh, building rapport with a girl you met, say, like a week prior and you got her number? Because I'm not much of a like, you know, I'm not much of a texter. I'm not much of a FaceTimer and Snapchat and all that stuff. But it's like she kind of has to get to know a bit of your personality to be comfortable with following through with a date. Um, but uh, I find that part to be kind of difficult because I feel like I'm extending myself or trying to seek the approval of, of her, you know, instead of just kind of. Um, but I guess my question is, like, what do you do in that situation if you're not a person that likes to step do that one kind of stuff? step one? Do not wait a week to contact her. You who told, of, who told right? him that? Yeah, who told you to wait a week to contact? <laughs> what? 
No, no, no. I don't wait a week, but I'm saying it's like the date is a week uh, from now when I just got why, Why'd you plan it a week? For, hold on, hold on. Well, let me stop real quick. Why'd you plan it a week from now? Yeah. That That's just when she was soonest available. Okay, that's what, okay. All right, all right, all right. If that was when she was soonest available, I guess that's okay. But in general, in pra- general practice, bro, you got to set up the date immediately. You don't want to set it up a week in, uh, a week in time because we live in a world now where like girls have too many options, bro. So you got to close the deal fast. Um, with that said, um, you know, it's fine. Like just minimize the contact, maybe have one FaceTime call in between the time you, you, you talk with her or whatever, like no, since you already got the day set up no more than five to 10 minutes, you know, or maybe even a phone call just to build a little bit more rapport and investment on her end mm-hmm. and then do the date. And then from that point forward, uh, only see her once a week, bro. You don't need to do phone calls and none of this other BS unless she's like super far from you. But if she lives in the same city or area from you as you like see her one time per week, simple. Because the worst thing that like, I've been calling her is that you start calling her, talking to her I, I, almost every day or every other day, and yeah. then she sees you as, as like a friend, or even worse, like when you when you get to invite her to the date, she kind of already already knows who you are. She's just like, uh, well, you know, I kind of found out the mystery about this guy. I don't need to see him. Versus Jim over here that oh, called yeah. her one time, so yo, baby, I want to smash tonight. Where you at? And she's like, you know what? I don't know anything about Jim, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have a date with Jim. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of very um. You know what I'm saying that's, that's that's a bit much, but you get what I'm trying, what I'm trying to say here, basically. Yeah, yeah man. So if, you, if I, so I the week girl, is out, uh, if it, a couple... go ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I met a girl at a mall, and uh, actually live around Boston. Um, and I met a girl in the mall, and I, I stopped her, and she immediately immediately stopped, and uh, we had like a good little five minute interaction, and she was like, "Oh, you made my day and stuff." And for my end, it seemed like she was really interested. Uh-huh. And then I texted her maybe a couple hours after, um, and then just no response. Just all of a sudden, uh, all that interest. W- welcome, just, welcome, in there. my friend. Welcome to dating in 2020, my friend. <laughs> like, well, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, <laughs> bro. Welcome, dude. That this is the world. This. Why do you think there's a manosphere, my friend? Why do you think there's like Guys, consulting dating coaches all the time. Women are fickle and flaky and will do that. The interaction could have went perfectly, bro, but mm-hmm. she'll still not respond to text or whatever it is, bro. We live in a world nowadays, quite frankly, I'm going to tell you guys because chicks ain't never going to tell you. Women don't respect 99% of men, bro. Like, they just don't. Like, they don't respect their time. They don't respect their attention. Nothing because they get an abundance of it thanks to social media. So the only way that you're going to combat the astronomical f- female flake rate in 2020 is you got to talk to a lot of women and you can't care about the interactions. You got to be outcome independent. You got to understand that volume is a requirement to get women, man, in 2020. Like, the, the, how old are you, by the way? 24. 24. Okay, so you should know this, bro. You're young enough to know this. Like, back in the day, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, before social media, like, if you asked a girl out on a date, you could wait two weeks to call her. You could do all this, like, these techniques of showing scarcity. That don't work no more, baby. <laughs> you know, you got to close the deals quick. Like, quick, 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 because... Girls have shorter attention spans now, and they're always getting offers, especially if she's hot, man. And you live in a major city. You're right outside of Boston. I went to college in Boston, so yeah. I'm very familiar, man. The only way you're going to compete, bro, is yeah. you got you to gotta talk. You, to compete with the female flake rate to offset it, you need to talk to a lot of different women and understand that flaking is a part of the game, and chicks just do it, bro. Like, women are taught. Remember this thing. If you take this away from this call. Men are taught do what's right when it comes to dating. Women are taught do what's right for you. And what that means is you they're going to flake, not show up, not respond to text messages, not leave you on scene on Instagram. They're going to do all these things because 
quite frankly, they're going to do what feels good to them. They're not going to do what's right. You know, even if you feel like crap as a man and you set a date with a chick, you're more than likely going to show up because men, we're measured on our word. Women aren't, man. They're not held to like any real standards of like integrity when it comes to dating. Men are, you know what I'm saying? So understand that that's the way the world is nowadays. And that the only way you're going to combat the Blake Ray epidemic right now, that is the, the reason the manosphere exists, quite frankly, because so many guys get flaked on and deal with BS from girls, is you're going to have to work a lot of volume to compensate for that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense, man. Yeah, totally. All right, man. Well, with that said, bro, keep sourcing. Don't get discouraged and understand that chicks are always going to flake no matter how good your game is, man. Yep. All right. Thanks. Thanks a lot, brother. All right, man. Awesome. Guys, with that said, like the video, man. Get on the Patreon. We're going to send out a link right now. We're going to end this stream and send a link. Uh, Patreon.com slash FreshFit. Uh, we are going to do a Q&A. We'll go for about an hour uh, with the patrons. And yeah, man, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Tune in next Tuesday to the Fresh and Fit podcast where we're going to come up with some other awesome topic and teach you guys game. <laughs> guys, uh, just so you know, because we're giving you guys some like insider uh, behind-the-scenes talk here between me and Myron, the masterminds. We're going to keep all the um, Fresh and Fit uh, podcasts on Myron's channel. And we decided we're going to show you guys the lifestyle and receipt videos on my CEO lifestyle channel. So you can see the vlogs, us going out, how we talk to girls, how we go on dates, stuff like that. And then we'll just do, we're, we're just going to do all the podcasts on Myron's channel. So pretty much. So we'll catch you guys here next Tuesday. On my channel, the Fresh and Fit Podcast, 6 p.m. Peace, guys.